Hey everyone, Eric Watson here, and this is the recorded audio of a live-streamed actual play session of Dungeons & Dragons using Roll20 and Discord. Our sessions are streamed live every week on my Rogue Watson YouTube channel. This actual play series was not originally intended for an audio-only format, but has been converted to a podcast for your convenience. This channel, and by extension this podcast, are supported by Patreon. If you'd like to support my work, you can do so at patreon.com slash roguewatson. Now, enjoy the show. Yes, video's going. Here we go. Getting cold out there too. We had to pull all. To pull tomorrow. We had to pull all of our plants into the garage. That's always fun. Oh no! I need to get my plant in. Yeah, or my plant. <laughs> we hard. You should see this. We grew carrots. I don't. She needs to show her pictures. We grew fucking carrots. That was exciting. Wow. We had to harvest a bunch of our shit. Chris, you know what we're talking about. Can't hear you anymore. The music's loud. Oh, I'll turn down your music volume. Hello, everyone. You are loud. Eric Watson here, freelance writer, player of games, writer of original recorded videos, and at tabletop role-playing aficionado. Welcome to our weekly live-streamed Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition online role-playing adventures. I'm joined, as always, by my wonderful friends, Chris, playing Valravin, the Elagin Bard of Eloquence. Hello. Heather playing Frey, the Halfling Barbarian of the Beast. Slash carrot grower. Slash carrot I know, I was, I was bragging on your carrots. Uh, Rochelle may be joining us later, playing Celeste, half-orc sun-soul monk. We'll put a question mark by it. Raymond playing Edmund, the human alchemist artificer. Yes. <laughs> yes. Correct. And Reese playing Thimbleweed, Ooh. the Thrycreen Swarmkeeper Ranger. That's me. All right, I'll be back in a few minutes. <laughs> no. All peppers. I know, look at that. Those are good-looking peppers. so many. Should, our pepper plants are taller... I was going to say taller than me. Maybe not taller than you, but they're, they're big. Wow. I just had another person recommend pepper plants to me. They, they, they must be hardy plants because everyone seems to think that they... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bell peppers are very hardy. Nice. My, bell, my bell peppers are... My plants are probably about four feet tall. Wow. Well, I guess, yeah, plus the elevated mm-hmm. thing. I was like, there, I think they're as tall as I am. We stream our sessions live on YouTube every Friday. Watch all of our stream sessions here on YouTube. Read weekly session recaps at RogueWanson.com. Watch my behind-the-scenes No Players Allowed series Crafting Icewind Dale every Monday and Thursday. Head on over to our live post-session discussion, Frostside Chat, after our show tonight. You can also listen to all of these live D&D shows with the Rogue Watson podcast, available wherever you get your podcasts. You follow me on Twitter at Rogue Watson and join our official Discord server with invite link in the description below. If you would like to support the channel, please check out patreon.com slash roguewatson. Patrons get exclusive access to private videos, custom 5e content, and participate in monthly DM roundtables and private Patreon D&D games. You can also support this channel with Super Chats right here in the live stream. Shoutouts to new patrons this week. Big Nut. Technically, you were in the middle of the session last week, but now you get your... Uh, beginning and also well, gr- i will always support you big nut big nut greenly and john look at are you <laughs> he's got his he's got his hazel his oregon hazelnuts all right naturally roasted do you do the salted or unsalted these are unsalted but i'll eat either one i prefer unsalted you gotta cut down on that sodium with with, with almonds i prefer unsalted okay almonds how, do you, like nuts? how yeah. do you like your nuts you know what i'll do I'll, I'll take a i'll i'll take a thing of mrs dash which is salt free or that shit in the bag shake it up oh. my friend all right there I'm you telling go. you 
our campaign. I did it with these. Like I did it with these hazelnuts. Almonds to me are always like a coffee snack, so I always want them to like not be salty. But yeah, like, I like that like kind of sweetness from. That's yeah. There you go. That's our nut, nut talk. chat, everybody. That's nut <laughs> chat. <laughs> Let's move on to walnuts. <laughs> <laughs> no, walnuts is next week. I've got that next oh, week. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> There's too many nuts. For our campaign, we use Roll20.net video chat. Yes, we use Discord. Yes, there are too many nuts. Streaming, I use open broadcaster software with Streamlabs for nuts. I always use hazelnuts. Music is by Kevin McLeod. Our amazing original character art was done by Jimmy McClure. Previously on Icewind Dale, Rhyme of the Frostbane. Thanks for the sub, Daryl. After short resting in the emptied Yeti caves, the marshals climbed and flew up the giant frozen stairs of the mountain toward Grim Scala. The former frost giant fortress turned to Frost Maiden Temple that looms over the entire island. While a gigantic creature flew ominously overhead, Frey pushed open the ice bone encrusting doors. One of the dragon skull skeletons exhaled a blast of freezing death, badly injuring the entire party while summoning two animated cold breath creatures. The party defeated the creatures and are already hurting by the time they entered the mountain fortress. The keep was mostly empty, ruined, and covered in ice and rime, but one room held a living creature, an elderly frost giant sentry named Urtgard. Urtgard was the last of the clan that lived here before the Frost Maiden's fortress conquered it. The survivors were forced to swear allegiance to the Frost Maiden, but he is all that remains. All he wants is an honorable death by the new intruders. After a thoughtful conversation, Frey agreed to a one-on-one -on -one duel. Frey handed her a potion, or a while Robin handed Frey a potion of haste while the dragon, while the, I said a dragon, while the giant wields his cold enchanted axe and the fight I mean, was on. we can on. say I fought a dragon. That sounds cool. I just totally missed yeah. up that little paragraph. Frey got in several blows early and Edmund injected her with a jump spell via his tiny homunculus, letting her bounce around the walls for advantageous strikes against the lumbering giant. A few big blasts from the giant created some tension, but Frey brought it home with a final blow. On his dying breath, the grateful giant respectfully removed his belt and breathed his life force into it, creating a magical item and granted it to Frey. Lazy DM, thank you for the super chat. Get the party started. Yeah. Behind him, the players helped themselves to the loot stash the giant had squirreled away. Beyond the guard's room, the party found an empty dining room with stairs leading up, a closed door, and a semicircular room with stairs going down, guarded by a half ring of icy gargoyle statues perched on ledges. Edmund tried knocking off one of the statues with a telekinetic alchemy, but instead of dropping to the ground, the statue unfurled its wings and flew down to attack. Thankfully, Valravan acted early, throwing down a slow spell that hampered the icy creatures. While the party began killing them, they exploded in a shower of painful icicles. They smartly began splitting up and watched Celeste uh, show off her evasion by dealing the killing blow and matrix dodging all the flying shards. That was a lot... We got through in the last episode. You all are now starting having just came off of that big fight with the gargoyles. Room. Let's get all your nuts jokes in now. That's right. <laughs> I didn't tell you the other one I bought. Oh my god! It's it's, it's in the living room. I got a bag of pine nuts. Where's a pine nut? Why? <laughs> I didn't tell you the, the story. I watched a video about the healthiest nut. It's the video I, I posted for everybody last week. <laughs> Did none of you watch my nut video? Oh, I didn't know you posted no. anything. <laughs> like, I'll be honest with you. I want nothing to do with your nuts. <laughs> I, on the other hand, am very interested in your nuts. Well, pine nuts... big money for some of those nuts. Yeah. Said, yeah. Pine nuts... Pine nuts are pricey. <laughs> Yeah, that's our price. They're good. Yeah. Gourmet nuts, you say? Yep. 
Yeah, pine nuts. They're, 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 they're the little white ones that are, um, I don't go, know, they're, they're, they're like go roast salads. Right. They taste good when you roast them too. Yeah, yeah, they, they're, they're really pine. good roasted. I the only one that hasn't ever heard of this nut. All right, you put them in, you put them in salads sometimes. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Huh. Pine nuts, almond slices, uh, sunflower, no, not sunflower, pumpkin seeds. Mm. Okay, yeah, just open up a restaurant. Uh, yeah, it's all just nuts and seeds. Chris and <laughs> call it. Chris's nuts and seeds. Nuts and seeds. <laughs> Maybe we just have seed at the end. Oh, yes, Chris's nuts and seed. How's that? <laughs> Sounds like a sperm bank. Anyway, <laughs> I'm the nutter. That's, I'm the seedman. The, God damn it! All right, let's start over. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome. Alright, you all are in the semicircular room having destroyed these gargoyle statues. You have uh, icy stairs with, and, and this floor is like two feet of cold mist. Like a horror movie and it's kind of rolling down these very slick icy stairs going so plunging down. Yeah, you are just a top knot or whatever. <laughs> I do believe last week we said we were going to Go through these doors to explore the rest of this floor before we headed. You up did have down. one closed. Yeah, I did have one closed door. Yeah. Let's see, man. So somebody would have opened that door. <laughs> yes, I'll man. do it. I kick open the door. All right. Can I stand back a little further first? <laughs> it's not a bad idea. As I see her going to kick the door. Yep. Frost covers a large cooking table that stands amid frozen sacks and rotting barrels in what used to be a kitchen. Storage racks on the walls have collapsed into piles of rotting timber, along with broken tankards and drinking horns. A ten-foot-wide brazier lined with icicles is coated in rime along the back corner. Hello? <laughs> Voice echoes off of all the frost and ice. Did we get any sense from that giant guard that he was the last of the giants? I believe he said those exact words, in fact. He was okay. Um, okay. the last surviving member of the of Vasa Vikins clan, which was the clan of frost giants who lived here. We need uh, to take a short rest after that last fight for any of y'all. If anyone has hit dice uh, left. I'd love to. I have like one hit dice left. <laughs> Same. I got one left. I have a belt and you figure out what oh, it does. Geez. Yeah, and you guys are both half. But I'm not frontline. I'll be okay. Ah. I'll say you do have some magic stuff you could identify as well in the short rest. Oh, yeah. Do that then. Let's, let's yeah. do that. You guys also get the 15 temp pinpoints back if we draw. That's oh. true. You get that and a song of rest. So. <laughs> I'd be happier if I didn't have to listen to him. All right. Let's, let's, let's huddle in this. Dining room or whatever this is. It's a good, safe place, it looks like. Yeah, you. I, I will say, you, you can try to search. Um, okay, yeah. Without even... Really look around. Yeah, yeah, you can just... And, and really, you can make a part of the show. Like, you know, you're kind of holding up in here, wanting a short rest, and uh, you can look around for anything suitable. I mean, it looks... Everything looks pretty destroyed or frozen and kind of useless, but uh, in one of the... You do find in a small sack tucked in a barrel what appear to be some, like, frozen fruit... 
uh, covered in some kind of, like, crystalline sheen. Uh, well, uh, Robin, roll me a 1d4 plus 1. Okay. Or the one to find these. The College of Nuts. <laughs> <laughs> That's the two. You find what you think are two of these fruits that appear to be edible, but this is nothing you've seen before, and you're not sure what um, effects they would have if consumed. But yeah, you find two frozen fruits of unknown effects. Of unknown effects. What kind of fruit do they look like? Uh, they look like large blueberries that are, like, okay. just rock hard. <laughs> big nuts. Almost like a jawbreaker <laughs> or something. Nuts. Yeah. <laughs> like a big nut. <laughs> big nut. <laughs> and now a word from our sponsors. <laughs> Oregon hazelnuts this time of year. All right, so you all uh, can okay. Yep, settle down. I, I can't. I can't do any any like testing of what they do. Like, I they look like I could bite into them, like eat them. Yes, you believe that they would be edible. You just don't know what kind of effects they would have. It, it looks almost like you would have to, um, maybe stomach what looks like uh, like a breeze that would accompany this fruit. Okay. Yeah. Get a brain freeze from that frozen fruit. Yeah. Okay. But otherwise, it looks like it, it could be beneficial in some way. Yeah. Mysterious fruit nuts. That's right. Always eat the seed. Always eat the seed. All right. Are we short rest? Yes. You yeah. all can do your short rest thing. Uh, use whatever little hit dice you have remaining. That's it. Yeah, that's a good one though. Really, that was a good one. We have no hit dice left. Oh boy. I have two. Uh, I mean, you yeah, all you're all pretty low. So we yeah. get our. Do we get the song of rest? I'd say zero. You do get the song of rest. The eight. The eight. Yeah. Which I guess what Celeste could do is use all all five of the key points she's got left. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's true. She's back do... on a short rest. Yeah. Are you? So I'm assuming you can do her sheet still. I've got it. Okay. Yeah. So I can do it. I'll yeah. let you do it then. Yeah, so do her do her key point thing, and then she gets her key points back. So two plus your proficiency, or one plus your proficiency. Equal number rolled. Oh, I rolled. It's a hit dice, an ability check. Uh, I guess just its own check. All right, fine. All right, so you have, I think, two items you can identify. Yeah, Reese has the the shield, and I've got the belt. Oh yeah, the shield. Okay, the belt, as you probably surmise, is the one that was created from uh, Urtgard because you honorably dueled him, and he accepted it. Mm -hmm. Is a belt of frost giant strength. That's good. Requires That's attunement. But while wearing this belt, your strength score changes to 23. Holy Sweet moly. merciful Jesus. Holy moly. Yeah. Strength of a frost giant. What am I? I've got the ring. I've got my sword. You are. And my boots. 
We're currently attuned to the Runic Axe, the Ring of Warmth, and Boots of the Vindrune. All right, I will kick those boots to the curb. All right. Belt of Frost Giant Strength. Gotta be strong and fly. I mean, gotta be one of the best things for a barbarian, right? Uh, just like <laughs> maximum yeah, just... strength. What was your strength score before? 18. Mm. That's, an That's a big upgrade. What is a 23? Is that a plus 6? Yes, it is. Oh my gosh. What is your attack modifier now? Uh, plus 8. Or attack is plus 12 to hit now plus for most 12. of my things. <laughs> Merciful heavens. So my runic axe is plus 12. Those like thimble cream numbers. <laughs> uh, I have a dagger that's going to be plus 11. My javelins are plus 10. The shield, Thimbleweed, uh, this was from the stash that the giant had, is a white dragon scale shield, requires attunement. Shield has been crafted from the scales of a white dragon. It always feels uncomfortably cold. The shield confers a plus one bonus to AC in addition to the normal shield bonus. After being attacked, you may use your reaction to attempt to blind the attacker with the gleaming scales of the shield. The attacker must be within 30 feet. And they must succeed on the DC 13 con saving throw, become blinded until the end of their next turn. You can also spend an action to activate the shield's magic, blasting a wave of freezing energy in a 30-foot cone. Every creature within the cone takes 3d8 cold damage, and their speed is reduced to zero for one minute as they become partially encased in ice. Wow. If they succeed on a DC 13 con save, they suffer half damage, and their speed is not reduced. A creature may use its action to break the ice, the DC 13 uh, strength check, and I meant to say, which I will add on there, you can use this number of times equal to your proficiency bonus, blah, blah, blah. Nice. He didn't say that. I was like, you can use it only use, time. I know, <laughs> I just I just realized, this is obviously a custom item that I made. You can use this feature. Sweet, sweet, times. plus 12. Equal to your proficiency bonus. Furlong, which seems to be a pretty standard. All right. I rolled a 3 and got a 15 on that axe hit. Nice. Yep. Yep. Good to hear, Daryl. You do have some catching up to do. We are on session. What are we on? 67. <laughs> My goodness. Jeez. Well, excellent. That seems like a pretty cool shield. That sure does. Yeah. Uh, you are currently attuned to the Hailstorm Bow, the Puwafi Cloak, and the Vigilant Sword. All right. I'll take off the cloak. I don't think I've used that one yet. Okay. It's your stealth cloak, right? Yeah. <laughs> With our barbarian, I... it's hard to use that. <laughs> it's... That's the thing, is I gotta... Every item I have to make now, I have to look and see what you're already attuned to and see, like, alright, somebody needs to want to have this item, or else right. it's kind of pointless. Oh, yeah, you know what? I've just forgotten to use this for my stealth checks. I've used stealth a couple times. Mm. Mm. What is Celeste attuned to, just out of curiosity? Reaction icon. Yeah, I don't think Ranger has a whole lot of reaction options, though, do you? Compared to other classes? Me? Yeah. I mean, just attacking for right now. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I'll I'll keep the cloak and unattune the bow. Oh, 
Okay. Yeah. I'm always sort of afraid to hit everyone else. That, yeah, I get it. <laughs> you guys are always fighting in close quarters. And at least in this area right now, it's all cold creatures. Right, and I think I mentioned that uh, Lord Marbury no longer heals from short rest because you did, yeah. He'd kind of used all his hit dice yeah, he, at this point. He's also, yeah. <laughs> he's probably got two anyway. That's probably yeah. I pull out my bag of trip tricks, and out comes a polar bear. Jesus! Wow! Tap dancing. How do you do that? Polar bears. Yeah, how do you do that? I, I, you know, I check it every time to make sure he hasn't fucking altered something. <laughs> To where it's like just ten rolls of polar bears. It's it's five tigers and five polar bears are the options. He's like, oh, oh polar bear, son of a bitch. This is crazy. This is the world's best bag of tricks. It really is. How does he keep doing it? Is there a spot I can add the shield extra EC? So if you go under where it has all your damage weapons and all that, and if you hit plus there. You should be able to add it there as a uh, as a modifier. The weapons. Um. God, I did it once. How did I do? I, it? I know that you can do it as just as the, your item list because under when you look at one of your the details of one of your items, there's the mods section. Yeah, and you could type something in there that tells that that this item gives you. Hold on, let me open my, my armor. That would probably be the good one. Can you there. control the polar bear, Raymond? Yes. Let me see what, what, what we have to type here. And everybody got their fifteen temporary points. There it is, Skip. Spiring bard. Yep. Um, my armors say AC colon space twelve or whatever the AC is. Maybe if you do AC colon space plus two, maybe that'll work. I'm not sure what the formula is for a shield, but it's one plus one additional to the plus two for the shield. Right. So shield normally gives you two, and this one give you an additional yep. one. Another plus two. That worked. It did work. Okay. Thank you. Well, that's a lot of AC, uh, isn't it? Jeez. 21 AC. Wow. What? I dare the DM to hit that. <laughs> I, I now if... use Thimble Cream as my own shield. There's probably a rule against this. I wonder if a, a, a Thrycreen could hold like four shields or something and just yeah, be super defensive. Somebody's probably uh, tried that. I'm sure there's a rule about. Yeah. <laughs> With my double shield. Forget those like. I think a Captain America movie had this one time where shields look like blades at one point, like like half oh, right. bladed weapons on the shields. All right, everybody is fully drained of hit dice. The DM likes to see it. And you all uh, enjoy a very frigid, somewhat uncomfortable short rest, but otherwise unmolested while in the kitchen. So I do Every still have a potion of greater healing we can use at some point. Okay. okay. I have one. And at some point, I am going to use this potion of tiger's blood. What, what does that do again? I have no idea. I think it turns me into a tiger. 
I have two potions of greater healing. One must have some too. Reach that point in the dungeon, everybody starts nervously checking yeah, their inventory. Yeah. <laughs> we know we know we're out of our natural resources. Yeah. Let's, uh, for healing, let's look at the artificial ones. Actually, go through the consumables. Yeah, I think they all did Song of Rest, which were the yeah D8s. Everybody D8. rolled a second ago. Did you do that for Celeste too? Uh, no, because she did not get to roll a hit die. Oh, you have to actually and roll a hit die to get the all, benefit. You have to actually roll oh, a hit die to get wow. the Song of Rest. Okay. That's always a good reason to hang on to one, then, I guess. Just hang on to one, yeah. But she did her quickened healing. Okay. All right, where are we going now? Down or up? We got stairs. I think we have stairs that go either down or up. Go up. Up the bowels. Up the upstairs. As you hear, as you walk out of this room, you hear oh, no. a few traps. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, you are. Yeah, you already been in this room. Um, you just hear some sounds coming from down below. What that sounds, sounds dangerous. Yeah, I definitely don't go downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, give me some perception. They, yeah, what, ki what kind of sounds are talking about? I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill you, sir. Yeah. Oh, Edmund, with the wow. crit roll on the sound here, on the perception check. Um, you, th you're confident that you hear the sound of an ongoing spell. It's very faint. It's almost like a shimmering, sparkling sound. But it sounds like there's some kind of ongoing spell effect happening pretty far away. You don't know how deep... I mean, you saw how big this... This is a mountain fortress, and giants lived here. So you imagine the levels are at least, you know, much more separated. Uh, but you can hear it coming from all the way down below. And then very faintly, even occasionally, you can catch... And yes, I know you roll a 20... Um, the sound of muffled voices, but you can't make anything out from this distance. But the fact that you can like detect that at all. It's not like someone's casting a ritual. It's the sound of a spell? Sound of a spell already ongoing. Hmm. Yeah. Which... And in conferring with my team, what does your detect magic tell us? I, I can hear the magic going on down below. Um, my detect magic would have been gone away during the short rest, but I can redo it. <laughs> it has a nice ringing tone to it, yet ominous at the same time. Hmm. All right. Uh, yeah. Like, will spend a little bit of time, like, reading through the book to, uh, bring back the vision of whatever magic is around them. Okay. Listen closely. What is the range of your detect magic, please? My detect magic. Oh, do I cast mine too? <laughs> if you want. <laughs> Cross the streams. <laughs> That's right. 30 feet. 30 feet away from me. Do not detect any magic within 30 feet of you. It is further yeah. than 30 feet, Valrothin. Yeah, yeah. Hell, I have. My boy, my eyes. Um, 
Detecting magic though they are. We'll have to go down and explore. All right, then we'll have to go down and explore. I will have to go down and explore. Hey, you're the one with detect magic. Alright, fine. Um, Varavan will <clears throat> start to gently trot down these stairs with Lord Marbury, with the caveat that Lord Marbury is ready to take to the air <laughs> at the first sign of trouble. Fly back up these stairs, whatever he's got to do. You know, Thimbleweed has the cloak. Lord of Stealth. I have the cloak of Stealth. I'm really good at sneaking. But I don't have to take but, magic. But out. let's send the man in with a fucking horse. <laughs> Clip it a cop. Get down the slot. You will be our vanguard. Hey, he's on the horse. What makes a better vanguard than the cavalry? That's yeah. I don't know. Charge. Um. So Lord Marbury is smart enough to know that he takes one step on these stairs and immediately his hoof slips. Mm. and he freezes for a second and you can see all you can't right, see the right. bottom from your distance uh Valrobin. it just continues going down 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 as far the, as the nag as it trips as far as you can see so these aren't stairs it's like a slide they are stairs but they are they are they're made out of ice and they look yeah. extremely dangerous to try okay. and just walk down now, now I will say likely. World Marbury can continue and, and he will look to you for reassurance if you want to try if you want to have him attempt it. I mean this stairway has got to be giant size, right? It is. Well then Lord Marbury, Lord Marbury can be five feet above the ground. Yes, he can. He can just sort of, you know He can very awkwardly he like, can basically um like in a video game term, like glide and his animation doesn't move. Unfortunately, going downstairs, like, it's going to look more like a dive bomb than anything yes. else because you're just sort of like gliding down. Yeah, yeah, you hold down the button and it just unfurls the wings <laughs> and just kind of glides down the stairs. But yes, you can do that. I, mean, uh, I can I can go down ahead of you if this is going to be. Well, a... I mean, yeah, what <laughs> you guys tell I mean, me. Probably it's going to be good. I, have, I do have land stride, which. I can move through a non-magical difficult terrain with no extra movement. How much that help, helps me there. Um, yeah. It's just slippery. Stairs, everyone. Their greatest foe must require yeah. careful planning. <laughs> they are, right. they are slippery, though. I'm, gonna I'm going to just cloak. walk down the stairs. I'm going to use my cloak to sneak down the stairs. Okay. <laughs> All right. Everybody, you might need to remind me of your various traversal abilities and whether they come into play here, but. I have a climbing speed, which allows me to go up and down different things without having to make any checks. I'm on the side of the stairs. Oh, sidewall. <laughs> the sidewall. I'm on the wall stairs. stairs. And you also at the uh, have the. I can do that too. I can do that too. I am riding <laughs> a polar bear. <laughs> I'm riding a polar bear. Does the polar bear have a climbing ice. speed? Ice is natural enemy. <laughs> well, right. I must. I will feed my polar bear a potion of climbing then. Wait, what? <laughs> That's a all right. <laughs> I have a potion of climbing in my inventory. That is terrifying. A polar bear just climbing along the wall. Now it will more just... terrifying is that it's a suppository. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
God. Uh, okay. You feed your summoned polar berry potion of climbing, and it can now just sink its claws and climb like a spider along the sides. Um, Which means you just have to like hang on for dear life as this bear is like sideways and upside down. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, I walked into the kitchen earlier today, and Owen was like quickly going through the kitchen on all fours. Oh my god. <laughs> I just like turned the corner and there he was like skittering across the floor of the kitchen. That's a horror movie, I think. <laughs> anyway. Oh no. Alright, and then Celeste I think has just her monk. Yeah, yeah. Like, she can just hop down the stairs. Walk on everything. Probably, yeah. yeah. And Celeste <laughs> so Fox. Celeste monks down the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yep, all of these uh, little traversial challenges are just ways for me to show off. As Spray goes down the stairs, though, she has her axe behind her and just goes cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching down each step. <laughs> I'm still stealthing. Uh, yeah. What was... Except what we're going to need to let you go first. And, <laughs> well, no, th and this matters. Well, yeah, it's all Robin very closely. You, you yeah. are going down, and, and there's a long way to go. Like I said, you, you couldn't see the bottom from your from the top, which was your dark vision, 60 feet. So you know it was at least... That might long. say that. Uh, did you have a certain order you wanted to approach <laughs> this situation? And I mean, probably the, the, the stealthing insect would go first, just okay. in case there's, you know, a monster. Well, I've been, should go second, so I keep looking back at him. Like, huh? Yeah. Should I duck now? Right, that's right. Yeah, I'll, 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 be, I'll, be, I'll be after him so I can detect any magic that he can't see. That's, that's, okay. that's the plan. Uh, go ahead and give me a stealth check. Well, uh, the void. Oh, shit! Oh, boy. Two 20s in the first, like... Man. Wow. Okay. 20 minutes. Yeah. That second roll's not good. <laughs> Pretty crazy. Alright, you that are a crazy. ghost walking down these stairs. I am the darkness. Yeah. And you are the first to emerge. The staircase descends for a uh, hundred feet down, 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 down into the bowels of this fortress. And it opens up into a vast vaulted chamber. The floor, like the stairs, is smooth and gleaming, forming what looks like a huge ice rink. Marring the ice are over half a dozen corpses. Some humanoid and some more bestial, and some with blood still pooling from their bodies. In the middle of the ice, you recognize Valen Harpel, holding an orb and channeling a spell that surrounds her and another man in a translucent, shimmering orb. While her eyes focus intently on the magic, the man surveys around the battlefield, and at the moment, nobody has noticed you the weed you notice, and you've got your party coming up behind you, making a lot of noise. I'm going to skitter back and inform them of what I saw. Okay. Okay. Marbury has to very, like, ungracefully land on the, on the steps without, without actually moving it, on the steps. <laughs> doesn't, yeah, it's very in, tricky. In, in order to not, you know, continue going down. Press his wings out and, like, latches to the side of the... <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he's using, like, a four-point hold. Like, he's got his legs and the, the wings are... Yeah. So, uh, quarry are ahead, are they? 
we must be careful. What are they doing down there? Staring at an orb. We we know about this orb, right? We've seen this in action before. Or or we looked for it at one point. This is the upside down place. So previously on Icewind now. Um thank you. (laughs) This yeah, it's not not since the Shardolin dig site. Uh this is the the orb that Nestlantamir stole from the Arcane Brotherhood. A powerful oh, right. magical artifact. Yes. And then she used it to activate the machinery that was at that dig site that Gaunt had built mm-hmm. in order to locate uh, this lost city that is buried under the ice, this ancient city. Um, and then you all had discovered that Lantamir had been transformed into some kind of ghost ghostly creature um, that had possessed like one of the gnome creatures that were there and then she just wrecked all kind of she possessed Valen and then wrecked all kind of havoc killed everybody uh, and teleported out of there and took the orb with her that is the last that you've seen her in the flesh are they talking? Uh, they weren't talking at the moment that Thimbleweed was down there Thimbleweed saw them, like, encased in a sphere of some kind? Is that what Yeah, they're... yeah. Kind of, well, yeah, like some kind of magic, ongoing magic that was putting them in, like, a bubble. Okay. Well, if they are casting some sort of spell, I suppose... The... Probably what I heard above. Ah, almost certainly, yes. <laughs> what does your detect magic tell you? Like close enough to even to see anything? Not until you are fully down into the. Yeah. It's it's a large, large area. Raids. All I can see is stairs at the moment, my boy. But you can see stairs. I'm still on the map with the. I can't. I mean, no. I'm just (laughs) near the mind again. I can't see anything right now. Yeah. Um, You guys go down the stairs. Then I'll put you on that. I thought we were already going down the stairs. Well, you're in the staircase now, basically. Once you fully uh, enter the bottom. I've got a plan. Do you? Are there any creatures in this vicinity that seem harmless? I can give you a potion and turn you into a goat. And you just gallop right over and detect magic. Can you detect magic as a goat? All goats I mean... can detect magic just naturally. <laughs> <laughs> it's a common. That's why they're so afraid all the time. That's, that's their racial stat. <laughs> okay. Everybody always keeps goats around for that purpose. Well, I, I certainly don't uh, have a problem with the idea, though. It seems at this point that the fact that magic is happening is pretty well established. I'm not sure what, what else my detect magic will tell us besides the fact that, yes, it is magic. You know what she's casting, or we should go and interrupt her. I suspect our first course of action should be to interrupt her. Yes. I mean, if they're talking, she just holds up her little orb of silence. I have this. Mmm. But it, but it didn't look like which the, the spell she was casting had vocal components? Like she was taught, like, whispering or doing anything? anything? 
Uh, uh, according to Thimbleweed, no, it doesn't look like she was uh, currently speaking. But Edmund yeah. heard them talking earlier, yeah. chanting. Well, that orb will almost certainly come in very handy then. She That's is the face of the DM who forgot I had an orb of silence. <laughs> <laughs> both, both her and, or not Valin. The possessed, the woman possessing Valin. Yes, Ness Lantamir is possessing. <laughs> Ness so, Lantamir. So Valin oh. is your is your former. Is her friend? Yes. Is your yes, friend? You all rescued her from Sunblight. She accompanied you during the whole dragon ordeal. And then she accompanied you to the Shardland dig site, and then she got possessed by the person she was hunting down, which was Ness Lantimere, whom a lot of people blame for everything that's been happening. Yeah. And then she's been possessed by her this whole time. Oh, we should have brought an exorcist with us. <laughs> an, old, an old yes. one and a young one. <laughs> the old one's gonna die. Yeah, that's, yeah. Well, there's two of them, right? We need to split the party and rush them both. I mean, she's a necromancer, so I can just kill her and she can just raise herself from the dead. I don't think that's how necromancy works. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out. I, I, like I suggest that we don't murder Valin and instead find some way to incapacitate her and then eject the spirit of this harmful woman from her body. Valish Gaunt we can murder, I suspect. Kill or kill. But I suspect what, what uh, you were mentioning a moment ago... Your orb of silence will come in very handy, as I also suspect that both of them are quite skilled spellcasters. Just, just remember now, the orb of silence will prevent y'all from casting spells as well. How how big is that? How big of a range is it? Uh, I don't remember. Because it'll be a problem with some of my spells, because the people inside have to hear me. <laughs> the ten foot radius aura. Okay. Magically prevents all sound from being created or passing through it, as per the silence spell. Okay. Creatures within the sphere are deafened and immune to thunder damage. That's a little random. <laughs> I think, I think thunder is supposed to be like sound-based damage, it's, right? It's, it's sonic. It, it's yeah, sonic it's probably better if they called it yeah. sonic, but yeah. That's and the sci-fi. sphere lasts for ten minutes. Okay. Well, that'll definitely come in handy. Yeah, that's the face of a DM who totally forgot that I had this thing. <laughs> My fear, though, is it's just that that whatever sphere they're in is some sort of protection. So how, I'm not sure how we get through it. Um, try to see what other things I have. I need to Google what a potion of heroism does. I do have a dispel magic. I could, I could, uh, we could, as as a first course of action, attempt to dispel whatever. Uh... See Lord Marbury's legs shaking. Hanging in the staircase. Um, can, how how does your goat thing work, Edmund? Oh, it's a potion to transform. It just gives you the alter self spell. I mean, I don't know if a goat will get... I mean, <laughs> he would prefer if you looked like a I goat. I just wanted to see you look like a goat. <laughs> the truth comes out. You just told I him mean, it was a potion of goat, and it only transformed him into a goat. <laughs> you can... It's alter self. You can turn yourself into anything you wanted to. You could turn yourself into another of the Arcane Brotherhood. 
Yeah, I'm trying to think who who we who would be able to walk in there without um causing problems. Are there any like natural animals around here that we've seen or might that's be aware question. of? Yeah, that, that's a good question. And something you have noticed in this entire island is it, it seems pretty um, unnatural in terms of the fauna. Uh, ev almost everything here seems to be uh, like aligned with the Frost Maiden in some way. And you didn't see any normal uh, creatures, I believe. Hey, they were all bestial things. I will say, I, I will say real quick as, as a DM note, um, because this is something that previously happened, so I'm at liberty to try to remind you guys. At the end of Revel's End, you uh, saw a projected image of Valen, who tried to trick you originally and thought, you know, she was injured and you guys weren't having it and shooting through her and you realized it was a hologram. And then at the end of her little speech, she did mention she told you the specific coordinates or not. She 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 basically invited you to come uh, to the island um, in case uh, you could be of use. It was basically her last conversation. Do we just want to talk to this lady and see what she says before we kill her? That doesn't sound like us. <laughs> doesn't sound like you either. We need to figure out what this orb does before we rush in. So maybe it is a good idea to pretend that we're talking to her and uh, we need a code word. Pineapple. Pineapple, yes. Once one of us says pineapple, we drop our facade and attack wherever we are. Might I suggest maybe one or two of us and I'm thinking myself and Thimbleweed because Thimbleweed can just naturally stealth. And I was just, just looking at my greater invisibility spell. Uh, maybe don't be in, like, like we split up a little bit. Like, like they don't know we're all here. Like some of us are kind of hiding around the back. Done. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm going to stay myself. Although I'm probably not the best person. Um, You're Frey, not. Frey, do you want to go invisible? Well, and, in and, like, and like, <laughs> Ray, hang back and watch. No, you. She, no, in fact, the opposite. If she, if I turn her permanently invisible, she can get in right next to them, so that when we're ready to go, she's right there. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> okay. The heavy breathing before they. <laughs> <laughs> she forgets what the code word and is like, "Is it time yet? Is it time yet?" <laughs> like, where is that voice coming from? <laughs> All right, so Thimbleweed and Frey, or Thimbleweed Stealth, Frey be invisible, get in there and, like, get in position around them, and then the other three of us will approach as if we're approaching cordially to, like, maybe not cordially, because they tried to kill us, but, um, you know, non-aggressively. Socially non-aggressive way. Exactly. <laughs> and we'll use the word pineapple when it's time for uh, our, our warriors to pop out of the shadows and stab people. All right. Make me invisible. <laughs> Can you roll another stealth check? Lord Marbury is glaring at all of you so badly right now. Just... He's going to start making constitution or strength checks. Yeah, it's, it's, like, like, it's like, like maintain his hold. 
We got a plan. We're ready. We're yeah. ready to go. Gray's gonna sneak up on Lord Marbury and go. That second cell check. Both yeah, uh, what the yeah, hell's going times. on? You're rolling like ones and two. You're rolling, yeah, like insanely high and insanely low. <laughs> it could have been. All right, so Frey is currently invisible. Greater invisibility. Greater invisibility. That's pretty scary. And then Thimbleweed is oh. currently. What? Greater invisibility lasts one minute. Oh well, well you got conversation. Well, hold, on, hold on, that that would be enough time for her to get like get behind them, so that as we come down the stairs, yeah, I'm sure like, invisibility will wear off at an opportune time. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we just, we just gotta move as soon as yeah. Yep. So you all, uh, and yes, then believe obviously that that score gets you. Oh my name is Bob Robin. It's really good to see you. What what are you doing down here? All right. <laughs> So Thimbleweed and Frey, you all already make it um, down the stairs, and you all can get into position with those stealth checks slash invisibility. And then the rest of you come trotting down the st stairs. Do you guys see this part of the map now? Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. I'm slowly moving guys in here, yeah. Yes. Oh, oh, I, was like, oh I was like, we're in a giant ice field. But okay, now we're inside. Sorry, I had to move you uh, in the loading screen. All right, so, yeah, Thimbleweed and, and Frey, you all kind of move in. Nobody notices, and then maybe you guys wait, like, you know, 20 seconds or something. And then I, uh, Valravin comes swooping down with uh, Lord Marbury, and then, uh, you know, Celeste and the climbing polar bear with Edmund on top come back. And at that point... If, if Frey bear. does see, like, Spider an orby thing right there, even invisible, she's going to, like, try to stick her hand out to see if she can go through it. You can. You see an aura that's just translucent, and you can easily go through it. it doesn't seem to be physically stopping you at all. Cool. Um, yeah, you see a number of bodies. You recognize like different um, minions and creatures and acolytes of the Frost Maiden around this area. This is a giant open frost rink. It's got several doors and passages leading off from it. And the you see Valin is kind of you know focusing on the aura, but her eyes do dart up, you know, and, and register you all. And the man. Uh, turns uh, to you, Valravin, as you come swooping down very majestically with Lord Marbury. And he actually just nods to you. He says, Ah, you're here. Good. Ness told me all about you. Probably figured it out. But my name is Valish Gunt, and we could use your help. Ray is going to begin walking towards them. Yep. Well, that is interesting to hear, considering you've tried to murder us, or your associate here has tried to murder us a couple times now. He kind of glances back, and she just has a wry smile on, which again doesn't look right on Valen's face. Yes, Nas uh, here can be a bit aggressive, I admit, but what we're doing here is critically important. And what we're doing right now is extremely dangerous. We don't have what a lot of time. You? What are you doing exactly? Well, we're stealing the most holy relic from a god right from under her temple. To what end? To what? Have you been outside? You know the, uh, the whole everlasting night problem? That's, uh... No. no. <laughs> didn't notice 
That's been a bit of a problem, even in prison we knew that was a problem. Whole I mean, how you see out there. What were you saying? Uh, say it again, Remy. Oh, it has been a little chilly out there. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. A little chillier than normal, I'd say. How is this going to solve that problem? This relic has the power to confer some of the Frost Maiden's power. We can use that to end the night, and probably more importantly, use it to crack open the glacier, get down into that city. city so that you all, means you know who's causing this the frost maiden's causing this and you all recall that um some of the other information that you have learned is that they did find gaunt and uh nas together discovered an ancient netherese city which is a civilization civilization that existed thousands of years ago they were advanced in arcane magic they had flying cities and all of a sudden one uh and and they all uh they were a crumbled empire and this one has been a an entire city has been found beneath the glacier and uh that's an incredible find <laughs> that you all know right interesting yeah. i'd like to know more about this glacier <laughs> approaches i'd yeah. like to subscribe to your newsletter <laughs> Kicks the polar bear to go forward. That's right. A man of magic, I can see that. No, science. Science, of course. Bedfellows. I have something I'm not of going a, to bed with you. Do not. A, <laughs> <laughs> something of a dabbler myself. Yeah. You like nuts. I believe Nass mentioned you all uh, found my Shardle and Dig site. A passion project. Which had been studying Shardlin for some time in this region. They're all led to the source, an ancient city buried in the ice. Yes, I could study more as he pats the shardle in his pocket and yeah. it kind of clings together. <laughs> now I would ask you, what would a god fear? Question. Does Ness have the orb thing out in a hand or is it close to her body? Uh, it's probably decently close to her body. Because I would like to softball swing that thing out of her hand with my axe. Well, that'll end the conversation that we're having. <laughs> let's, let's wait. You, you're, you agree to I'm wait until That's the word what I'm pineapple. going to do when I hear the word pineapple. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'm just putting, that's why I was asking. I was like, how is this thing? Cause yeah, you, you can definitely set up whatever, yeah. Yeah, yeah she's, she's setting up a softball yeah, swing. you are invisible. You do feel a... Slight tingling sensation when you enter the field, but nothing physical seems to happen. Okay. Suppose the god fears when they have no more followers. Well, I suppose that's true. Also, I suspect. When you first said me, whenever yes, what's a god fear? There's something else going on here. Because why the Frost Maiden be afraid? anybody finding the city so afraid she blankets the entire region in everlasting winter and darkness yes bit of a puzzler that one isn't it yes now I know you folks have 
come a long way and you've endured quite a bit of danger. I'm asking you, perhaps we can align ourselves with this task and endure a, a bit more. Because right now, Nass currently is keeping us invisible from the Frostbaden's prying eyes, which is very difficult to do inside of her own god's damned temple. Well, that's what the sphere does. You mean that's what she's doing right now? Yes. So we shouldn't be messing with her. Well, unless you want a god to come down and kill us all. The gods tried to kill us a few times already. Fair enough. <laughs> all right, so she's you, keeping You definitely safe. don't look like you're the greenest mercenaries, I'll give you that. Tell us what you need our help with here to achieve. Well, the... What you, what you think, how you think achieving this is going to end the Everlasting Night. That's still the connection I'm not making. This relic should have the power to end the night. In your hands. Yes. Could be it. And will it take us to this lost city? We believe yeah, it, it will have the power to get us close enough, hopefully. Do it. Well, we will. We we have one condition, though. And it's not you're not going to like it, but it is a condition for our help. I was hoping there were more of you. Did you turn some of your friends into horses and bears? It's been a very long journey. <laughs> Lots of things have happened. Our condition is that your friend Ness there vacate the premises of our friend Valin there post-haste. I see bodies all over the place, maybe inconvenient for her. But we can't have one of our number being possessed by one of your number while we are alive. He strokes his kind of stubble thoughtfully and looks back at uh, Valen, and you can see um, Valen is currently concentrating, but still, but looks up, and she's been listening to this conversation. And um, she nods and says, "Yeah, help us, help us get the book, and you can have a body back. Ah, she's too old for me anyway. I bet we can find one of these that are still fresh enough." And kind of looks around at some of the like frost druid bodies. Well, I suppose now. It it's just a show of hands. Who who wants to help the the, the murderers uh, steal from a god in the hopes that that will solve our problems, or who wants to call down the wrath of a god in the hopes that that will solve solve our problems? I'd rather fight the god. I'm gonna go with the murderers. <laughs> it's it seems we're in agreement for the time being, anyway. You don't even know what you have to do. We have no idea. I appreciate idea. your <laughs> willingness. We're obviously here, aren't we? I've made it this far. I feel like it would be foolish to turn back now. And clearly a waste of our resources to fight one another. You all, uh, forgive me for saying don't look your freshest. And I've been in prison. <laughs> we just had a short rest. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I want to make a play for the ball. 
I don't I don't trust anything any of them are saying. Can I like try perception or something first to see if they're actually gonna like try to kill us later? Because I'm literally right next to them, so I could like see body ticks. Yeah. Uh roll an insight check, I guess. How about intimidation? <laughs> now you're just trying to literally like see how like their uh moods are and their hostilities and all that. Yeah, I'm just trying to see if there's like if there's like uh crossing the fingers as they're talking yeah. about the that's what I'm trying to just like perceive I, if they're crossing I, their fingers. Well do an insight check I, I, yeah, yeah. with advantage sure. since you're invisible and you can fully like go three sixty and do all that. So I'll give you advantage on it. Oh, oh. <laughs> just so concentrating on things that are going on here. I'm just I, my eyes are on that orb. Yeah. The glowing yeah, yeah. orb. I see nothing else. Yeah. Can, I, can I also yes. do one though? Whenever I ask the yeah. question of sure. like you, like the promise they just made to vacate yes. Berlin, I, w- I want to see how serious they are sure. about that. Absolutely, yes. I mean, I th- did Deval Robin pick up on the fact that she said, "When you help us get the book, I mean, then I will vacate." Yeah. So I do have advantage on. Uh, no, it's not. It's an insight check. Yeah, so I do have advantage on this. One, um, one. Despite him being a, a pretty smarmy individual you get that you know kind of sliminess off of him um he does appear to be pretty sincere in this offer you think he sincerely uh needs your help you think he sincerely wants to align with you and from what you can tell from uh, your brief interaction with uh, valen slash nas um she also looked like she was willing to uh, vacate uh, the body to in order to uh, secure your help Well, very quickly now, because we haven't much time either. We have things happening. Countdowns have started. <laughs> what have you. Um, what is it yes, that you we just killed a do? lot of her followers in here. We probably don't have much time. What is it that you require of us to gain this relic? And he gestures around to these four doors around the area. He says, I... Afraid I don't know much about this particular temple, but I know that there is a magic sealed door to the south that has a message requiring those who enter complete four tests of the Frost Maiden. you require that in order to steal this relic? Yes, I, I think we need to complete these tests, whatever they are, and then by doing so, hopefully that will open the way to the relic. This is a lot of guesswork I'm hearing from you, sir. That's, this does not seem like af- the most planned out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid that's part of what science and magic has led us to. Sometimes you have to take a bit of leap of faith at the end. Why haven't you tried to figure this out yet yourself? I've been trying to... We've figured it out this far, haven't we? And, as I said, it's taken a little bit of time to sneak in here, murder some of the guards. Make sure we don't get seen by the damn goddess herself. Assuming my invisibility is going to end very soon. Yeah. 
Shortly, although you are standing behind them, like I said, like you snuck in behind True. them. True. If you us, if you so. positioned yourself in the right way, it would wear off and you would not be immediately seen. I will say that. Yeah. So what do we we'll think? See. Are we actually like gonna help these people? We're gonna piss off a goddess. Well, like I said, she's already tried to kill us a few times, and if what they're saying is right, and she's just blanketing the entire land in darkness just to hide this city, then. I mean, we don't know that, though. We don't know that. How sure? How sure did he sound when he said that? When he said that to me, to us. I, I, I put your inside check as basically having him be pretty truthful and sincere about He's, really yeah. everything he said so far. That's his at belief. Is at that least that's he, why at least he thinks yeah. that's why it's happening. We don't have any other theories, though. <laughs> you did uh, to do another previously on, and this is a big story moment. There's a lot of previously ons. Um, when you interrogated the surviving frost druid in a in in that one battle with the like the ones that were in the field here in the island um she did confirm that it was the frost maiden that had blanketed everything at night yeah so you, and she you didn't say did it was that. because they were hiding a damn city yeah i don't think she uh was what? forced going with that information perhaps but we already but, knew like... the frost maiden was causing the night but the logic is there, like like the you know the the sequence of events. I know I know causation doesn't equal correlation, <laughs> but it's close here. Because right? yeah. you know the orb gets stolen, the orb's taken here. The orb's job is apparently to show where the city's at. The orb arriving here is what triggers the endless night. So it's it seems logical that the two events are related. I don't know. I, I, my vote would be to at least roll with these two for a little while. I mean, they're not good people, but we're we're trying to end this endless night thing, and it seems like the goddess is the bigger threat here. I mean, we're not good people either, so. <laughs> That's right. What's, what's your body count? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, as Frey comes out of her invisibility, since I'm assuming the DM is going to make that fall pretty soon. Yeah. Valish Gaunt just feels my axe in his back saying, what do you want with the city? Um, and if you move, you lose your hands. You get a very satisfying, like, twitch up front. Um, and then, yeah, he doesn't move at all. And then he just kind of whispers as, ah, yes, of course. Good assurance is there. I see your... Answer Warrior the friend question. Is still around. Sorry, what was the question? I've, I'm a little distracted by the uh, point in my back. And it'll go more in your back if you keep stalling. What do you want with the city? Well, it belongs in a museum, doesn't it? Look, this is a city from thousands of years ago with some of the most powerful magic that none of, nobody's even seen since then. And science... Uh, science also <laughs> like looks ahead. <laughs> Ancient science of wonders. Point goes in far a advanced. Bit ah. So yes, I would say my uh, actions are not all uh, altruistic. I'm not going to bullshit you on that one. I've not been trying to find this place because I want to stick it in a goddamn museum. I want to find it because it's going to be full of treasure and. Ancient secrets and who knows what else. And whoever finds it is going to be... And whoever finds it first and gets that treasure 
They're going to be able to dictate a lot with the rest of their lives. And why should we be the ones who have to do all of this work when you get to stay here and hide from the goddess? Well, we did some work. <laughs> Looks around at the body. <laughs> I have a feeling that was more her than you. You seem <laughs> fairly useless. Uh, I've got a few tricks up my sleeve. I'm going to turn and look at Ness at that point and just like nod like you did all the work, didn't you? <laughs> you see her <laughs> just kind of grin. But see, she, she grins at that, but then she she kind of uh, whispers with a, and she doesn't have a quiet voice. She's like, <laughs> if you hurt him, I will rip, the sp- rip your spine out. And you can see her voice start screeching and she gets a little shaky and a wild, eye, a wild look in, again, Valin's face, which doesn't look right. Like, don't hurt him! Don't hurt him! Frail just looked back, you can try. And he's like, okay, okay, uh, eh, sweetheart, that's... We're okay, we're just talking here, we're all cool. <laughs> Even he seems to be afraid. I think the point you are coming to at this point, and this is, this is the, uh, <laughs> end of this... Back. Con- the, the end result of this conversation is the, uh, agreement that you are no longer in charge of this expedition... The, uh, no, we're not sheriffs. What are we? Marshals. 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 The marshals of ten towns marshals have sheriff. now, three um, towns. Three, three towns. towns. Three towns. <laughs> oh, oh, two towns. <laughs> two, <laughs> two, two, two and Two towns. It's just Really, it's like two and a half on a good day. <laughs> right. The marshals have now claimed jurisdiction over this expedition and we'll be uh, calling the shots, as it were, from here on out. Whatever, whatever you may gain from the city. Ass. Did you seriously find the one group of mercenary adventurers with a god's damned... They're cops? Are you serious? <laughs> you, you brought cops down here. brought cops down here. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I ain't going back to prison, I'll tell you that much. Well, that will depend on how you behave once we find this. You know what? Fine, fine. This isn't the place to discuss it. We can discuss all of this afterwards. You know what? We can we can share in the treasures. We can all go together, and then we'll figure it all out after that. How about is does that sound great? Look, I'll ask you a question. Do you folks have a way off this island? Actually, I do. Yes. Well, there is a white dragon, and if I manage to talk to her for just a few more minutes, I am sure. <laughs> I, could, I could smooth things over. We could make up. It would be just fine. Uh-huh. I have a way off the island. All right, so what would you have us do? Start opening some doors? Do it. Yes, that's right. First, she I gets out of Lynn. Keep any more sentries or acolytes, whatever the hell is crawling in this temple, from disturbing us. More importantly, for sounding any alarms. She gets out of Lynn now. Um. Pushes just a little if it helps, I'm sure I could help maintain whatever magic she had going until 
her newly possessed corpse came over here to claim this orb. How hard can it be? The ma oh yeah, it's like no, the magic is channeled through that orb, and and you can tell he slips for a second. He says, and she's tethered. I mean, you just can't. She has to have it. She doesn't have to have that body to do it, though. No. So, so let her do ow. it from a zombie body. Have her walk over and put the put the orb in the hands of one of those corpses and do whatever she does. Out or I break the damn orb and we fight the goddess together. <laughs> That's a badass line. <laughs> I gotta give you a point of inspiration for that. That was awesome. <laughs> My goodness. Um, without even rolling a, a check for that, uh, he kind of stiffens, yeah, and he, he looks back and says, Nass, dear, perhaps a One. show of faith on our end is most prudent here, wouldn't you say? You could say that she's, she just sighs and says, what they see in this old bird anyway. Fine. And she slowly, still clutching the orb. Uh, she walks carefully, keeping, um, and just kind of goes over to one of the, one of the fresher corpses and, like, drags it over. And then you see her just kind of, like, do this, like, almost like a, a shrug of the shoulders. And, um, Valen just collapses to the ground and you see a ghost, um, version of a, uh, fairly young woman, kind of mousy looking with glasses, um, emerge for a moment and then um dive into uh this body which is still like pooling blood on the bottom dives into it and when uh the eyes uh flutter open um Valesh immediately heedless of you with the axe in the back immediately rushes over to her and starts like staunching wounds and basically trying to like revive this body you can see her like coughing blood and then the orb um he he grabs the orb and then um puts it in her hands but the process only takes like a few moments and seems to work. Yeah, what's that so hard? Yeah. Um, what's Valen doing? Valen is is passed out. Okay. But she looks like she's alive and generally unharmed. Probably for the best, she's not awake right now. And just so you know, when she wakes up, she's gonna murder the hell out of the two of you. Let, let's bring her with. That us. is a concern that I hadn't yeah, thought of. Yeah. Also, <laughs> I, I don't want her to wake up in the middle of these two doing their thing. Lynn already, uh, Miss Harpel already had no uh, love for either of us, so that's she's gonna be pretty pissed off. Oh, I can't wait to watch this. Uh, yeah. Yeah, let's. We'll take her with us. Her her limp, unconscious body. Okay. Throw her over the back of Lord Marbury. Uh, Lord Marbury. Yeah, yeah, we could. Yeah, for sure. Like, like the Red Dead Redemption, like bounties. Just, yeah, just very like, unceremonious. Like, yeah. Oh, oh and y'all got to like find her hands or... and ankles. Y'all got upset me over attaching um, whatever his name is to the polar bear. <laughs> 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 it was just... just very aggressive. I think the way yeah, you did yeah, it. Yours was like snatching... I tied a legless man to my polar bear against his wishes. <laughs> against his wishes. <laughs> But that is a funny callback. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I guess also at this point, we should note that we have not told them our fifth member is still alive. So they still don't know that 
uh, thimbleweeds out here True. somewhere. Yeah, somewhere, 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 somewhere skittering in the, in the about. Skittering so on we'll the keep, ceiling. We'll keep that a secret for ourselves for the moment. Okay, that might come in handy. The secret fifth member. Our of secret the fifth member. <laughs> it's funny because he's a bug. <laughs> um. So he mentions the fact that there are the the room that they're trying to get into is to the south. Um, and it appears to be sealed, and then there are four doors in the corners, and then he, he also says, there's also a, a chamber to the north. I think it has something to do with the frost giants who once lived here. But we're not going about messing with that. We've got, our goal right here is to get this relic. Which is a book. Yes, we believe it is a holy book of the frost maidens. People in your books. <laughs> uh, do we split the party? <laughs> I feel like there's like four different directions we can go. Mm -hmm. I guess I get the frost giants. Lord knows oh. y'all won't survive one of them. Go look in that room. Well, the frost giant, he mentioned the frost giants weren't part of the four trial doors. It was just a, um, he just said that this, this oh, door to the north just appeared to still, yeah, it had, um, let's see. So if you head over to that passageway to the north, um, flanking the door are two statues of frost giants holding great axes, and you can see the dwarvish script, which again is how giants write their language, um, has an inscription that reads, In ice and blood our folk are born. To our great queen we raise our horn. We'll fight and plunder in the morn. To Vasavikin we are sworn. And uh, Gaunt just mentioned the fact that that has something to do with the giants, but they were ignoring that because it didn't seem to have anything to do with the their main quest. Hmm. What are these little alcoves on on each side? Um, they appear that? to just yeah, they've got like uh like bed rolls and like tables and just appear to be like little like rest areas, um that are now empty and unoccupied, but perhaps where people can crash. <laughs> okay. So I see three doors currently. I see there's one Celeste spy, Frey's by one, I'm by one. We're, oh, yes, Edmund's by, Edmund's by one. Yeah, it's, okay. fourth, yeah okay. it's a big, yeah. All right. Let's 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 see how we if we can get into the doors. Let's quadruple split the party. <laughs> yeah, so the doors. So you can enter. Um, I'll just throw them all open. Because when you enter the initial space is basically the same. Um, the walls of this oddly shaped room are etched with elaborate panoramas of winter scenes and set into the back wall is a wooden door inscribed with a softly glowing snowflake and three words are carved above it. So that's what all, all these rooms are described that way. The only difference is the words above the door at the far wall. Mm. And they are as follows. Did I get this right? Uh, Edmund, the words above the door to the northwest, and again, the, the first door opens, you go and you see all the scenes of winter scenes, and it's a, a door in the back that has us carved above it, it says, the test of cruelty. Uh, Valravin, the door to the southwest is uh, partially broken off, and... You're not sure what the first part of it says, but the last of it says Vation. You can tell parts of it were broken off. 
Uh, Frey, the door to the lower right, says test of isolation. And the door to the upper right says test of endurance. I'll leave it up to you all to figure all that out. Uh, who, who wants to go in which chest? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess I would do endurance because I've got the strength and deck scores. I will also say the rooms do appear big enough for more than one person. Or we do them uh, all together. I would do them all at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I feel like a payback for you, 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 the way you guys do the one <laughs> The <job>. haunted house. <laughs> we open all the things. All four chests all at once. <laughs> All right, so who wants isolation? I mean, you technically have five people also, I should mention, unless That's unless true. you literally yeah, want yeah. Celeste to hang back, which you can. Yeah, I should go with somebody. Um, hmm. Test of isolation. Uh, maybe I'll do that one? Maybe. Or maybe not. Who knows? Well, which one do you want, Thimbleweed? No, I... I don't, I don't know what vation... What, what could vation mean? Motivation? Vivation. Vivation? Vacation. Ooh. You know what? Uh, uh, Laurent, i go on that one. All those words are good. <laughs> <laughs> those are all good words. All right, I'm going to take endurance. Uh, Edmund, why don't you go into cruelty? <laughs> <laughs> not, not calling anybody out. I'm just saying, you know, if anybody's... <laughs> gonna, gonna have to go through a test of cruelty. I feel like Edmund could morally handle it. He could justify it to himself. Yep. Mm -hmm. All right, chat. What were your guesses on what everybody should be doing? <laughs> Which I guess, then, boy, that leaves you with a test of isolation. Isolation. <laughs> what did you do? Vacation. I gave you uh, the cruelty. No, I don't want that one. You take it out, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not cruel. <laughs> well, Robin will have a, a mental breakdown if he has to, like, I don't know, do something cruel. <laughs> well, I assume something cruel would happen to me, but I guess that makes sense. Oh, I thought, yeah, I assume, I assumed that, like, you were going to have to do something bad. And, oh, yeah. I can do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's what I was saying. I don't want cruel things to happen to me, but I can inflict cruelty upon others, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, right. I assume isolation is probably best just kept to one. <laughs> just by by the name of it. Uh, where, 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 where wants uh, Celeste to go? Wait, why is chat calling TPK? TPK. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Celeste will come with me. Just because okay. I'm selfish that way. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Maybe I it's starvation. Yeah, it may be. Drag all these. Wait, wait, am I going the right one? Southwest. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think it ruined down right. Which is actually close to just where we ended up naturally, isn't it? Pretty close, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so these, these are just kind of a foyer of like nice winter scenes, and then the door in the back is the one that has the words for all the vote. And the door appears to just have um, like no regular means of opening, it just has this like glowing snowflake, uh, snowflake form. All right, so we've got. Uh, Frey in Test of Endurance. 
Thimbleweed, Test of Isolation. While Robin uh -huh. and Celeste in the Test of dot 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 Vation. Mm -hmm. And Edmund is in the Test of Cruelty. <laughs> Dimnix, Valrobin, Test of Silence. Thimbleweed, feast, Test of Fealty. Frey, Test of Finger Food Tasting. And Edmund, Test of Drugs. <laughs> there was a really good joke in uh, crafting where we, we said all these uh, you know harsh tests and then we said and then we've got the hot dog eating contest as the fourth one <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's endurance you just have to consume right. your just body with hot, hot dogs, dogs. the real time. test of joining the frost maidens club yep. hey already ate one guys I'm <laughs> pretty full I can't do it anymore I didn't bring my water with me, so it's not. Can you beat Johnny Hot Dog? Ate too much bun. <laughs> you have to I'll dunk it in the water throat. and then eat it. All right, so you all are splitting up to do all this action, which is fabulous for me. Why don't we have uh, everybody roll initiative, and that's how we're going to actually handle. Uh, you can ignore Celeste, just do you four, and that'll just literally determine who gets to do their test first. Robin's the worst person to. Wow, he rolled a sixteen. Oh, wow, you get to go second. Wow, sweet. That gives me a chance to use the restroom real quick. <laughs> All right, we've got Thimbleweed first, which is the test of isolation. Thimbleweed, finally, you be alone. <laughs> Enjoy it. Uh, you. Step up to the door, and without really knowing what else to do, you kind of put one of your hands up to it. And immediately the room kicks up in a flurry of snow and ice, and you suddenly feel yourself just, like, moving. Almost like a roller coaster, an elevator or something, you know, like your stomach. You just feel like you're moving. And when your vision returns, you are in an icy cave. The reflective walls distort your appearance into strange... <laughs> Your appearance is already fucking strange. I don't know how much <laughs> monstrous it gets. That's what you, I like you now. see a four-armed bug man staring back at you. Oh, no! I, just, I realize I wrote this like a horror thing, but he's already a fucking four-armed insect man. Like... <laughs> I have four arms? <laughs> uh, howling winds portend screaming in distant tunnels while eerily twinking lights beckon you down them. And as you turn, you see um, the rest of your party is with you. You recognize everybody there. For a second, it looks like they kind of shimmer a bit and appear to be uh, almost like wisps of smoke coming off of them. But they appear to all be right there in the tunnels. And you just try to have to find your way out of this maddening tunnel system. And I'm going to ask... You and everybody in the party, because they are with you, to make survival checks. Oh. Weird. So she couldn't really go to the bathroom. <laughs> uh, does Celeste need to make one? Yes. Oh, there's a... Wow, another 20! Wow. Indeed. We've had like three of them tonight. Yes, just all on skill checks. 
Wow. All right. Well, well this is going to be a big deal because you've wait, got. What are we doing? So, uh, Thimbleweed has been transported to some kind of horrific, maddening tunnel complex. And um, it looks like the rest of his party is with him, although they appear to be kind of oddly shimmering. And I'm asking all of you to make survival checks as you try to make your way through. Shit. Turns, out, okay. turns out that what's what the real test is just a room of mirrors while Thimbleweed has to look at his new body <laughs> <laughs> that he hasn't seen in full yet. Okay. Um, you all are wandering in uh, down uh, a tunnel system for about an hour. And when you reach another crossroads finally in the tunnels, it's still very spooky and scary. However, you're all... Still looking at each other, looking at ways to get out. So, give me another round of survival checks, please. Interesting. Okay. Oh, I should have had you somebody to write dot, 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 what? so I can see where one round, I think it was, then we oh, 18 right. was the start. The seven uh, was the last, by the way. Mine okay. Let's start. 18, yeah. 7, 21, 6, 19. Okay. Uh, once again, you're able to go down a tunnel and successfully, you think you're you're getting away from the screams and making your way out of that area. Let's hey, get screams. a... What screams? I didn't hear about the screams. Screams that you're hearing in the distance of these tunnels. There we go. All right, now give me another round of survival checks, please. Do you all try to find your way out of these tunnels? Why? Bad rolls and some good rolls. All right. Number five. All right. Wow. Another okay. success. Look at these rolls. You guys are doing very well. All right. Your fourth hour. Finally, you feel like you're emerging out of these tunnels, but I need another survival. Round of survival checks as you all still just climb through what appears to be never-ending, twisting labyrinth. Now, just to, be, just to be clear... Like, Valravin isn't experiencing no. this right now, right? No. Okay. However, However I are not in the test. to be alone. Thimbleweed <laughs> believes right. you're, yeah. Man, chose the right one by accident. Look at this. <laughs> yeah, you guys are just kicking ass on these checks. Wow. All right, and for the final one, you think you have finally found your way... Out of these tunnels, you don't hear any more screaming. You almost feel like you see light at the end of the tunnel. Give me another round of serv... Oops, I meant to do... Two, three, four, five. All right, Thimbleweed's 19 is the start of it. 14. Ooh. 23. Jesus, you guys. That's another one for the crit table. Oh, Veraven. Falls in the bed. Uh, yeah. What do we do? 19... 14, 19, 14, 23, 23 13. 13, and 3. Okay, finally. All right, well, Thimbleweed, what happens is you you reach um, the final leg of the labyrinth, and the shadowy version of Valravan is not there. He's just gone. Yes. He's <laughs> just disappeared. Uh, however, uh, afterwards... You uh, you literally like go through that that final leg of the tunnel and and you you reach the end you turn around but Robin's gone but then you step through the light and you are transported back to the uh, waiting room 
in this area and you have in your hand a fist size, uh, pristine, very ice cold, hard snowflake. It looks like it's in the oh. same design as the door. You passed the test. All right. Uh, I can't wait for Frostside chat because we can really talk about it. <laughs> you guys will really love that. Uh, Val- oh, boy, this is going to be a one. All right, Valravin. <laughs> Vation. Uh, Vation, yeah. So... There's three of us. There's three of us in this in this test, by the way. Me, Marbury, and Celeste are all here. Okay, fair enough. Um, you, that's true. Really hedging your bets taking a horse and a warrior <laughs> with you, huh? Yeah. Well, I am technically, I guess, Valin is tied up on the back of Lord Marbury. That's also true. Technically, we have a passed out. I should, we should have woken her up at some point. <laughs> yeah, Probably. I'm... For the sake of this test, I'm going to have her not get... Maybe you have to be, like, conscious to teleport. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and maybe, you'll see maybe, why. Maybe, maybe we just prop you, her You up, have to uh, acquiesce. Yeah. Yeah, you'll see why in a moment. Great. All right. Let's say. What hell has Vol Robin fallen into? Right. Yeah. You. Requires a little more work. I chose poorly. <laughs> I mean, somebody had to choose it. I didn't know. <laughs> it's not, you mean it's not motivation? Like, or vacation? Uh, somebody remind me, because I'm about to have to get rid of the initiative <laughs> order and redo it. Um, <laughs> I need to remember the timing here. So basically, Frey, just let me know that you're next on the test, and then Edmund is last. Okay. I just realized I shouldn't have done initiative for that, because we move to... Uh, so you put your hand on the door with uh, Lord Marbury and Celeste in the room. And the same thing as Thimbleweed experienced. Uh, the entire room just swirls in a flurry of ice, and you feel your body being transported and moved. And when your vision returns, you're in the middle of a campsite in the snowy tundra. The fire... Burned out long ago, but the weather hasn't let up. And as you look around at other, uh, at the others, you know what I'm gonna do? What? Um, we're gonna give the people what they want. That's funny, Dimnix. That was funny. <laughs> we're gonna give the people what they want. Give me a second. I'm 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 calling an audible. Hang on. <laughs> call an audible on this one. Pistachios that are only the shells. You, you, and you. Here. You. You. And you. All right. Uh, the fire burned out long ago. The weather hasn't let up. And as you look around, you see all of your party members around this campsite. And you know it's been days since any of you last ate. And they look back at you with a hungry, wild look in their eyes. Oh, you were right. It is starvation. And you Somebody know <laughs> only one of you is going to survive this night. Wait, let's all be honest. We all know it's going to be me. 
and I need Wait, all of what? you to roll for initiative. Wait, hold on. Rob, welcome to the channel. <laughs> Great timing, Rob. Hold on. What what what's what's happening right now? You know, if what's happening, what I, what I think is happening, the fact that I'm controlling Celeste right now is probably an unfair advantage. Probably. Uh, which means you probably may temporarily lose control here. Uh, that's, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Now, here's the problem with the way this is mechanically working. Uh, Edmund, Frey, and Thimbleweed are not actually here. It's the shadowy versions that uh -huh. Thimbleweed experienced. So... Uh, we need to keep up with the fact that you guys aren't going to be taking real damage here, but you oh. guys need to be acting like you are actually here. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. So maybe so, track hit points some other way, I guess what I'm trying to say, because I don't want to fuck with here, your current... I'll, here, I'll do it. I've got a sticky note right here. I'll write everyone's down and do the math for everybody. All right, Valorovan, how many hit points do you have? Well, well, Robin and Celeste and Lord Mar I mean, I, my hit points are real. <laughs> Edmund, and sorry, hit points are real. Robin, Celeste, and Lord Marbury are actually here, so their okay, shit so... actually count. I'm just saying, there's there's like there's shadowy so, doppelganger listen, versions listen, of the other. Edmund, I'm, I'm the screen and me. loves me, and he he would kill everyone else before me. <laughs> Edmund, how many hit points do you have? Fifty. Fifty. Plus fifteen temporary. Okay. Hold on, my own abilities come back to haunt me right now. Do they have so, the temporary hit points that I gave them before we came in here? They were inspired Green. by you. Simple Green, how many you got? Um, 72 plus 15. Okay. And I am at a sweet, sweet 112 plus 15. All right, I'm ready to do all the math. Look at these initiative rolls. What on earth is yeah. happening? Twelve was the no highest. One, no one wants to attack each other. No you, that, that's actually it. really funny thematically. Everybody like pauses for a hot second. That is pretty funny. You know, sticky note of truth. Sticky notes, they come in handy. Uh, otherwise, yeah, you all... Well, so, again, only Valravin and Celeste are experiencing this in reality. Yeah. And and you f and you have this feeling that like everybody else wants to kill you, and you have to be the one to survive. Now here's a question: Yep, is it? I mean, is everybody trying to kill everybody? One, like it's just free for all. No, they're not all trying to kill the real one. It's Correct. Like the the, everybody's the looking reals. at each other. Yes. Yeah. Question two: For the non-real people, is resource management a thing? Like, if someone uses a spell slot, are they really using a spell slot? Or no, not? they but. They are copies of the versions you last saw, if that makes sense, okay. which is why it, it's going to make it a little tricky. And, and I initially wasn't going to do this, but I, I decided to pull the trigger because hopefully we can keep up with it. But yeah, so those of you who aren't really here, please treat your character sheets like they are now, but don't deduct or do anything, but still remember that you're using it in the purpose of this fight. Does that make sense? Okay. You're almost having to like create a copy of your sheet just for the purposes of this fight. So basically, y'all just do your spell slots, know how many spell slots you have. I'll do your hit points for you. Let's get ready to rumble! <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like what would also be more fair 
but you can let people choose whatever. But it would also be more fair if, like, like for, in, in Edmund's case, he could go after two of us. Token Fate might be a good use right I absolutely now. do. I think Token Fate is appropriate here, for sure. Um, at least yeah. at the very beginning. Yeah. Kill the yeah. and Celeste. <laughs> yeah, okay. We're but ready yeah. for everything. But it looks like, as, as you surmise, without even making an inside check, it looks like it's a free-for-all. It looks like everybody mm. is just trying to survive. It's, 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 if, it's that beginning of the Battle Royale. Everybody just suddenly spawn next to each other, and then... The fucking box started. Ding, 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 ding. Yep. Uh, and Edmund, you are first with a 12. The shadowy doppelganger of Edmund. Edmund looks around, and I guess I'm just starving, essentially. Your motivation is that everybody is trying to kill you, and you need to survive. Okay. And ideally, uh, it, it seems to be kill or be killed here. And in terms of your targets, um, we can use token fate... Determine your target, unless you have a better that system. Interesting. Yeah, I think I think token fate's great. If you're choosing to attack, I guess there's other things your character could do. I am choosing to attack, um, but first I'm going to use my winged boots and fly 30 feet into the air. <laughs> of course, of fucking course. This is going to be fascinating. This, this, this became a war game. This just became like <laughs> like us playing with miniatures on a board. Yep. Um. And, I mean, with that, Valrovin is closest to me, but if you want me to do Token Fate... Battle Royale with D&D &D would be fucking crazy, by the way. Like, with all the different crazy. abilities, like, yeah. especially at level 11. Uh, I would prefer... I think I think we all agreed, right? Like, Token... At least... Token Fate... Like, if two people are next to each other, then they could probably just yeah. attack. But in terms of, like, especially right. initial volley, like, I think Token Fate's probably appropriate. Well, I would either pick Valrovin or Celeste, because they're the biggest targets, and therefore the most meat on the body. <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs> Um, what I can do to even make it more fair is I can open up token fate for you guys to actually use. Um, how do I do that? Let's see. I mean, you could just roll it for us. Yeah. It keeps you involved too. Oh, that's okay. true. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll do it. Um, so I'm just gonna include everybody here: the the, the horse, Celeste, Valravin, everybody in token fate. Those those other three are too far from me. Oh, do you have a, a range? Yeah. What's the range on here? Because I guess that would be prevalent. Um, uh, 30 feet. I think. Oh, let me double check. You just, you just flew 30 feet in the air. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, <laughs> you're not range right. Yeah. My range. Not, I'm not moving anymore. So I'm limited to what's close to me. Everybody's within 30 feet of you. Oh, okay. Fine. And fate has chosen the fake the horse, the largest target with the most meat. All right then. You see okay. that as your immediate threat. Let me see. Hold on. I'm trying to find. Here it is. What's my range with this thing? Up to. Oh, that's hard to make me. Okay. I pull out a puff ball and throw out a saber to kill. Son of a Come bitch! On. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> I don't now. Does this break the PvP <laughs> rules though? Because everything is supposed to be fighting each other. But you know what? I'll they have to kill it. Yeah. That's true. So I, that's what I'll say. You can still do this, but you, the whatever is happening in this area seems to be turning everything against each other. Because Lord Marbury is not tied to Valravin currently. The Sabertooth Tiger is not a real creature. Like you can't eat it. That's true. Doesn't but it, have, yeah, it could possibly try and eat it, you. It <laughs> Like, I guess, I mean, I guess the, the logic is that technically it's not a real creature, so it's not hungry. It, it like, it doesn't have, I mean, I don't know. Right, and I'm using my bonus action to control it. 
That's true. That's true. I guess it does actually operate a little differently. Yeah, it is summon. Okay, I'll I accept it. Summon. Uh, I don't know how far so, we go. So, can you control the token? Um, let me see. I'll open up character sheet real quick here. Yes, I can. So he is going to pounce at Lord Marbury. <laughs> it's a Pokemon <laughs> battle. <laughs> Twenty-two. Oh boy. It's, it's going right. to open up with a tiger viciously attacking a horse. <laughs> and he needs to make a, a DC 14 strength saving throw. We knocked prone. Okay, strength saving throw. He's not. 14, you said? No, I said, uh, yeah, 14. Okay, he's, he fails. So now I can take a bite with advantage. Are you tracking his uh, hit points? I am, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is re for the, those of us that are real. This is really doing damage to us, though, right? Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, fourteen does hit. <laughs> Twelve piercing damage. Oh boy! All right. And he's prone. And he's prone. All right. Oh man, Tiger just mauling the horse in the corner. All right, Celeste, token fate. Uh, I'm still going to include Edmund because she's got range attacks. Mm -hmm. And here's the question. Do you mean to roll token fate just per turn or per attack? Per attack might Probably be too crazy. Turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. per attack might be a little, little, uh, yeah. little granular. All right, Celeste uh, moves to target Thimbleweed. Um, yeah, I guess I have to... Mm I guess I do get to play in this one. Yeah, you do. I don't want to control Celeste attacking one of my guys. Yeah. Uh, I mean, with her excellent mobility, she can easily run around. Uh, the fighting going on here, for whatever reason, decides to close in. Whoops. On top of you. Right on top of you. Nope. Stop doing that. Why is it sticking? Are you on a space? Yeah. Okay. I don't know why I can't give them melee range. <laughs> that is weird. Like, Won't do it. Yeah. Are you on a space? I don't understand. Ah, okay. I don't know what's happening. Um, no, I can't do it either. Yeah, I don't know. That's it's, weird. It's like it's like every other space isn't a real space. Yeah. Weird. The big guys were able to, though. I missed the map up, maybe? Maybe I should have subdivided it? I think... Yeah, oh, I, think I know what the problem is. You Your tokens are too small. Yeah, we're very tiny. Uh, because we, I just copied you from a 10-foot oh, map a to map a 5-foot map. map. Yeah, gotcha. I got to actually fix that. Hang on. There's no way we're in that tent now. <laughs> That's right. Which means, yeah, you're right. I, I messed up this map. Uh, yeah, those guys oh God, are everything's getting bigger. bigger. <laughs> it does look weird now, doesn't it? Da, 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 da. All right. There we go. Now it should make a bit more sense. All right, I'm meant to be guys on top of each other. Separate oh, no. a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I meant to. I'm actually going to throw everybody back a little bit. You guys were meant to be a little bit more separated. Okay. Uh, and then the thing should readjust as we go. So Celeste will just knock you with her usual Celeste abilities, which is the mop. Oh, so, Thimbleweed has marvelous AC. Holding an extra shield in his hands. And a... Alright, she gets two attacks with the mop. Oof. Wow. And then she'll do Flurry of Blows. Maybe. Maybe. He's got plenty of key points. 
Oh my gosh, I cannot. Wow. So Look at these attack rolls, Celeste. Is... <laughs> I rolled a four, a two, a two, and a three. She is perturbed. Right. Now she would definitely use have the, DM rolling. the rest of her mobility to like run probably back, but yeah, she runs up, does a bunch of moves that you easily deflect. Uh, it, did you want to use your reaction to do the blind thing? Oh, with my shield? Yeah. Uh, sure. As a con save for her. Which she makes that, at least that was my one good roll. You wasted it on a con save. Yeah. All right, go to Valravin. Okay, I have some questions. Yes, please. <laughs> Am I currently under some kind of magical compulsion to be doing these things? Because right now, Celeste and I at least are real people, and we yes. know that we just came into this room. Are do we? Are we like cognizant enough to know like, hey, we shouldn't be killing each other. This is crazy. Or have I lost all sense of reality at this point? Buzz says, yes, I do realize that, but I'm going to kill you. <laughs> so you're unclean. The reality that I gave you, you believe is your new reality, but you still have a lot of your memories and wherewithal and all that information, if that makes sense. So in other words, yeah. and I'm going to leave right. it up to the players. Yeah. If you want to call out like, hey, you and me, let's team up. Like. That I mean, if I if I remember that we that we are literally we're, we're in that room before, and I know that Celeste and me are real. That you don't quite remember. You don't you don't quite okay. know that this. So the reality. So you think this is really happening. You think that you are at a campsite. You've you've been here for weeks. You've run out of food. It's come down yeah. to this. You're all just about to fight each other. That is the reality that you know, and it is some kind of divinely powered, like, thing that's happening to you, but. You still have all of your social skills. You still have all of your past memories with this party. So that is what I will say. Yes. Okay. Token so really... fate. Well, what I do will not be token fate. It will be all of you motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Laura will maybe try to... T I mean, he, he, yeah, that's the thing. I, I guess... I guess it's unclear like how much the these shadow versions are going to be able to respond as themselves. They, as um, far as you're aware, that is your party members. Okay, okay. And for those of you playing the shadowy party members, you would act and respond exactly like you would normally do, with the caveat of the compulsion I just gave you, which is you believe that food has run out. It is a it is a it is a survival of the fittest right now, and it has come down to just a free for all. But again, some of you. Yeah, from there, go ahead. My good, my good, good friends. <laughs> I have lived a long and generous life. I am 564 years old. I don't know if I've told you Ooh, that before. Playing the age card. And while it would be a fine time to die as an elf, I've lived a good, long life. I don't want to die this day. I know none of you do. So let us all go our separate ways and attempt to find food as we might. I know that many of you may live off the land. There's no reason for us to attack each other the way we are. Hey, Boomer. 
you think that like, would generally fall on deaf ears. Okay. Everybody seems to be in a in a wild crazed state. But you, you do have enough lucidity to say that much. And that is what I mean, your character would that is what your character would say with, in desperation, I believe. Here's too. the problem with the situation is that Valravan would fucking run away. So You do see that, that um to use a video game term, <laughs> there's kind of invisible walls set up. Um, to where you just feel like there's this endless, like, nothingness beyond, like, the, the radius of this campsite. You are Truman showed. But, I don't have control over your actions. I will say that you are still in fully control of your person. So whatever you want to do with your turn, you are completely allowed to do. But you do feel like escape is not a viable option here. Okay. You are on the Truman show. <laughs> I beg you all to calm yourselves. Perhaps if I muddle your minds a bit, you will become more amiable and we can separate in some way. So I am very sorry about this, but... Um, let's see. Well, Robin is going to... Con no, no, I'm sorry, not that one, not that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's the wrong spell. You need the AOE one. The AOE one, yeah. Oh, this you know what? For all those survival checks earlier, we forgot that Celeste is suffering from exhaustion, so she would have had disadvantage on all of those. Oh. Well, she rolled bad on most of them anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. She would, yeah. Alright, Valravin laying down. The Maz headache. Yes, so, I, and he can back up a little bit too as he does this, so he's not getting himself. Because I think 20 feet will. Well, no, actually, it's, this is much bigger than I thought. 20 foot radius is a 40 foot. 20 foot radius. So that's, yeah, it's probably fine. 40, well. Mm, Need a circle. He probably, can't, he probably can't get Celeste. Big as a 40. Am I close? What is it? Uh, my pink line is 40 feet. Okay. Wait, draw that line again. <laughs> That's 40 feet. And then do it across. Okay, so he actually can't quite get to Celeste and Edmund. Okay. So maybe move it over to Edmund. Do it like that. Yeah. Would you do it to Lord Marbury, though? He's currently being mauled by not a if, tiger. Not if I can help it. Yeah, yeah. So maybe, yeah, maybe just those four. Yeah, you can do it to those four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All okay. right. So Edmund, Thimbleweed, Valravin, and the Summoned Tiger have to make DC 17 intelligence saves. Oh. I'm not good at intelligence. And again, those of you... God damn it. <laughs> ...who are shadowy versions... Um, I think Heather's just take, keeping track of your hit points, so don't actually detract anything. Intelligence, you said? Saving yep. throw? Yeah. I have a minus one. Wow. Oh, and wow. yet, and yet. Wow. The irony yet. of the one time you're making this AOE save and you're not actually there. <laughs> yep. That's all right. Wait, there's been like five nat 20s tonight. So Edmund and Frey take 14. Psychic damage. We take half? Half, yep. Okay. And Thimbleweed and the Tiger take 29. 
The tiger you can actually track on the thing, Ray, because it's you summon it in this shadowy world, so it doesn't actually exist in the real world. And you guys have the muddled thing where you have to yes, yes, these, it, if they failed, I, I, I guess right? I, I, if they failed, yeah. So thimbleweed and the tiger. All right, thimbleweed and the tiger. Thursdays on NBC. <laughs> tiger eats thimbleweed. <laughs> after, after one show uh, I will put this little symbol on there here muddled alright is that the end of your turn uh yeah it's the end of my turn alright Thimbleweed it is your chance to react to these crazy events alright uh, I'll pull up my bow and token fate me yep that's with a bow. I think you have a range of everybody, so let's find out. And it's the Pegasus. You know what? You know what? The Pegasus is prone, and you did say you pulled out the bow. So I'm actually going to redo the token fate. We're going to ignore the Pegasus, because I, I think you would at least tactically not shoot the one that is prone. I'll give, I'll give you that one. Instead, we're going fray. All right. That feels right. It feels right. Uh, you do have the minus. Okay. He missed oh. anyway. Yeah, you rolled a two. <laughs> oh my god. And a five. That would hit, but does he have a minus that he, he has does, to do? Yeah. Uh, it's a D. Uh, what is it? D six. You have to subtract okay. it. That misses. 15. All right. Well, I'll go invisible. <laughs> uh, you do get to you get to make the intelligence save to try to shake that shit off. Oh yeah. Okay. DC 17. Oh! Yes. Wow. wow! Boy, that's that's big. Oh, boy. Nobody ever makes that damn save with him this yeah. time. It's, Is that invisible a bonus action you can do? Uh, yeah. Nice. My turn. Hooray! Token fate me. Token fate you. All right, so Thimbleweed's currently invisible, so... Edmund is in the air. Do you have... Any... I have ways of dealing with him. Okay. I'm going to stick my foot out, though, in case anyone tries to run by. <laughs> I will include... I think. Do you have enough mobility to reach uh, Valravin? I do. Okay. 40 feet. I'll include everybody, then. Him. And it is Edmund, the closest one, although he is 30 feet in the air. I will pull up my Wand of Magic Mints <laughs> and shoot him with a Wand of Magic Missiles. Ouch. So I will uh, use six of my seven charges. I, I, just, I just want to clarify one thing. I, I, I think you've already said this before, yes. too, though. Everybody else is using resources but not taking resources off the character sheet. I I still need to take the spell I just used yes. out of my character yes, sheet. Yes, you are actually taking yeah. the test. This really sucks for me, guys, because you guys are able to just use all your shit without <laughs> worrying about it. And everything I do is going to be an actual detriment to yes. me. All right, go ahead. This, go ahead. Yep. So you have to help me remember, Chris, how this wand of magic missiles works again. Uh, oh god, yeah. If what I was smart, I would have put it in like my spells thing, so I had it and just could have just hit a button. <sighs> I, I know that if you use all but one, it's eight d four plus eight. Okay, that's what I'm gonna do. Because if you if you use the last one, then it it has a chance to break. I mean, we're in the shadow realm, so it doesn't really break, right? <laughs> No, but you would act like I would. I would say everybody should normally act like they do, with the caveat that all their friends are enemies. So, 
All right, yeah, I'm just gonna use it all but one. Yeah. Eight d four plus eight. Coming at Edmund, who cannot defend against it. Nope. I think the only thing that stops is the shield spell, oh. right? The shield spell, yeah. I have to put the rest of it in there. Do you have the oh. shield spell, Edmund? I do not. <laughs> oh, shit. Holy Dear crap. <laughs> See, this is what happens when you tell players your resources don't mean anything. They're just like, <laughs> yeah, okay, let's... Uh... I mean, yeah. I wasn't going to pull the trigger, but I think this is more fun, so... <laughs> but yeah, that's it's a bit of a balance thing, because everybody can just use their shit. But they all have to take their own tests, so... It's right. Yeah, I have it, the test of endurance coming up after this, so... Uh, sure. You're, you're yeah, going to be a good one for it, though. Not sure what, yeah. yeah. Alright, so 31 points of uh, missile damage slam into Edmund, who's flying in the mm -hmm. air. And as uh, as my bonus action, I'll go ahead and uh, do a ragey rage. Alright. So... Mm -hmm. Uh, it is Lord Marbury's turn. Uh, Marbury, I mean, I, 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 we could do token fate, but I think Marbury, like, is literally engaged with this tiger. Yes, and so. I think we mentioned that if they, if you have somebody in their face, it just makes sense to just engage that person, yeah, so. Yeah, alright. I think, uh, obviously you can stand up from being prone, and then, yeah, probably we're just gonna get a horse on tiger fight here. That's right, just, just bashing each other back and forth. She bashed, or he bashes that, uh, Yeah. Yep. Jeez. Hey, I mean, if you need me to keep up with the tiger, just let me know. No, I can take... I mentioned the tiger... damage so far. He yeah, I did. 29 for me and 13 yes. for me. that tiger's almost dead. Lord Marbury's not doing great either, because he came in with his no, current hit not. point, so just... Yeah. Not rolling too well. Uh, Marbury's gonna die during this. And I assume <laughs> he can't... Yeah, he can't really move away, so... Yeah. All right, Edmund. You have 20 hit points left. Do you want to token fate, or do you have any other plans? I'm going to uh, use my bonus action to get the tiger to attack Pegasus first. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to get but my I... one kill, damn it. I know. I think it's a minus six to my attack roll. Uh, it is. You want to make your attack, and then you my, can... Minus, D6. D6. Or, yeah. minus a d6, yeah. Wait, did you make the save? Like you made the no, save? The, the tiger didn't. Oh, the tiger didn't. Yeah. Right. Uh, you got to make the... Attack roll though. Yeah. I know. I just want to see what the subtraction was first. Oh, okay. oh yeah. It's a two. Um. Oh, it does not have a high AC. You're, you're probably fine. We'll see. Winter. Uh, should I run away and take that attack opportunity? Mm. Horse will hoof you. Yes, you do. Oh, come on. We want to see who wins here. We're all betting money on this thing. I mean. <laughs> oh, I see. You want to do the pounce maneuver? You're not going to survive if that thing reacts to you. I don't think the tiger. <laughs> But how does the Pegasus look? Pretty fucked up. Did not come in with full really hit points. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Alright, I'm just going to... Uh, I'm going to... Uh, claw at him. 16 minus 16, 2. Uh, 14 will hit. Okay. Still alive? He's still yeah, alive. looking He's real, real fucking real bad. bad though. <laughs> looking real bad. Just <laughs> that case, can I make Edmund attack him? Uh, kind of goes against the token fate a little bit. I, I get that uh, your summoned fate. creature is on it. You I'm make not... token fate then. I don't know if anybody would argue with. I, I'll leave it up to the players. Do you do you argue with that, or do you want to just let him attack the Pegasus? 
Because he, he is attacking it with his summoned creature, so maybe his focus would be on it. How how I don't know how crazed we're supposed to be right now. Like 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 if we're really like 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 lost it, then yeah. probably token if, fate. If but... we're in a blood craze, I'd say it's, yeah, it's token yeah. fate. All right, token fate it is. Um, I will ignore your tiger as token fate though, since mm. it is under your control. You're using it to get. Oh no, not me! <laughs> I'm the only real one here. <laughs> Attack me! My points you matter a, more than yours. You're one of three. It's true. There are some other real people here. But like, like Eric said, I don't know that. I'm yeah. Yeah. Correct. The, those us three are the only. You do not. Here. Yeah. That's, you think you're all I'm trying here. Trying to like wrap my head around that. Yes. Like everybody's real, but mechanically they're not. Yep. Fly towards you. <laughs> the whole time I was like, my friend, my dear friend, don't do this. And we haven't seen this in a while, but I'm going to throw a Charlotte ball of binding at you. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> See, you motherfuckers are going to make me use all my spell slots. That's what you're going to do. Those balls uh, suck so bad. 25 wraps around you. Oh my god, and I have personal experience with that stupid ball. That's true, it's you do. And restrains you, do. you. Become my Pokemon green monster. <laughs> I gotta catch them all. <laughs> oh. I guess the web would probably be better. Yeah. Alright, you've been you are restrained. I've been wrapped up in this Shardland band of binding. You can make a DC twenty strength check though to break it. Uh huh. I yes, I could. I could do that. Or you can misty step out. Or you can misty step out, which is probably what he's gonna do. Again, we're gonna make him use all his resources. You're gonna make him use all his resources, <laughs> battling non-existent versions of yourselves. Yep. All right. Celeste has options. Thimbleweed's still Lots invisible. I think. Mm hmm. Token fate. Token fate. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Can she? Re I think she can. She's got an insane movement, right? Oh, yeah. She's got like 25, It's only 55. I think she's. Yeah, but she has to run through. Oh, that's true. She can still go around. She's got crazy monk movement. Yeah, she wait, may. Wait, what is her movement? Like 60? Uh, it's yeah. 60s. Yeah. Yeah. No, she can totally make it. But she may take a reaction hit from Lord Marbury, right? Only if she gets close. Uh, so 30. she goes down. That's can she can she actually go around as I'm trying to say, can she go around and still oh, get to you? Yeah, yeah. That, that, she can go know. here. She can make it here. But that's twenty and then fifty. That's seventy feet. That's yeah. forty five, so that's Well, you know what she can do, kids. Right you know what she can do. What can she do? She can dash as a bonus action. Oh, so, there you she can. Can. so that so does spend can. her bonus action. Yeah. But she does that, spending the key point, which she really spends. I'm fucking restrained. <laughs> Seeing you restrained, she's like, easy money. Easy You're money. <laughs> and goes into fast mode and rushes over to you. Now, she did spend her bonus action, so she can't do all of her bonus action stuff. But she can attack you twice with advantage because you're restrained. Swings that mop. Yeah. Oh! Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> I, don't like, I don't like how this feels. <laughs> that does count as a legit crit. Oh, Lord. Oh, boy. And that deals 19 damage, and I'm going to need that uh, massive damage save. Uh, Massive damage. Is that the save? What, what, what is the save? What Con? is the save? On saving throw, I think. Uh, yes. DC 10 or half the total damage. 
that's not gonna do it. Alright, uh, I'll let you roll on the massive damage table to see what happens. And take reactions. That doesn't matter here. Fine, yeah. Alright, one more attack. She, when she was cracks in you for another nine. Yep. And then I don't think she can actually get away from you because she spent all of her movement getting here. Or no, I guess she does have some more, right? She dashes a bonus action. She's got a ton then. Yeah, right, yeah. So she's got twice. All right, so she'll just so bounce got... back like over here. Yeah. But she only gets the two attacks because she did use her bonus action. All right. Robin currently restrained. Um, Jesus. Okay. Balravan's gonna, uh... Bay touch Misty Step himself out of here. Uh, so it doesn't at least count as a spell, necessarily. Yeah. Um, he's gonna go as far away as he can go. Let's go, like, right here. Escaping the, the uh, horridness of this whole situation. Yeah, that's about as far as you can get, I think. And then he will. What can he do with his action? At this point, it's not necessarily for him. It's not necessarily about eating other people. It's about just like they're gonna they're gonna kill me. Like I, I literally have to defend myself. You. Yes. You also feel like just surviving. Because you know everybody's also just trying to fight, like, you know, everybody else, so... Yeah. Um... Okay. He's gonna gauntlet blast, whoever he can gauntlet blast. <laughs> Which I guess the range now matters, because that's gonna be where token fate comes in. Hmm. That was like 120 feet, is it not? It probably is. It's whatever the uh, the warlock spell is. Yeah, you've got everybody in there. Okay. All right. So give me a token fate. Uh, I have to I have to re-roll if I get the weed because. Oh, he's invisible. Re-roll. The tiger. The tiger. That makes sense. Get off my back of this. <laughs> 21 for one. <laughs> go, go, Gauntlet Blast. An 18 for nine. All right, 10 damage. That is just enough, I believe. <laughs> to take down Barbara the tiger. Live, Lord Marbury, live! The first kill. All right, it's my turn. All right, Thimbleweed, and we have started the MVPC poll. Please vote on your MVPC during our PvP arena battle. <laughs> All right, I'll pull up my bow. And token fate me. Token fate you. I believe is that Valrovin still in range of your bow? Uh, down there? Uh, 83.20. Yeah, he's in range. Yeah. Is he within 80? Oh, yeah. Or my? Uh, Frey again. All right. Do I have an advantage coming out of stealth? Or invisibility? Uh, Usually, that's, yes. that's the rule. But... I will give it to yeah. you. On the, on the first attack, yes. Yeah. Apparently, I need it. 
That'll hit. All right. Plus. Go, bugs, go. Bugs, 17 wow. damage. What kind of damage from the bugs? Hey. Buggy. <laughs> Nobody's ever asked me that before. <laughs> I think it's piercing. Uh, yeah, I assume it's yeah. the, one of the rage ones. Okay. Well, Rob, getting a lot of love in the uh, in the poll, though, at least. <laughs> it's a pity vote, but I will take it. <laughs> I'll take that pity vote. <laughs> All right, I'll attack again. That misses. Uh, oh, God. Oh, it's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Plus 11. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm going to go invisible. Man. How many times can you go in? I was going to say, what, uh, yeah, what is that One ability? More time. Okay. And because you don't have to worry about resources. <laughs> yeah. You would, and you would definitely be using, this is like yeah. fight, fight or flight mode. You'd be using your shit for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be doing like Hunter's Mark and that stuff, but. Uh. Yeah, you've got better things to do. Now you got the right idea. Uh, Frey. Uh, All right. Give me uh, out of the two. 60. I mean, technically, I could use my bonus action to dash. No, I mean, if they're. You'd probably. Ma well, whatever you want to do, I guess, but I can token fate. I've usually been token fating just people in range of their attacks normally. Um. um I mean. Hang on one second. Let me check something. No, I need you to token fate. I have another range thing I can do. On everybody, or. Uh, yes. Is Valrovin too far? Nope. Okay. Alright. Well, not the movie, though, because he's invisible. Nope. Alright. And is the Pegasus. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> right. That horse just looks too meaty. If I kill him on the first hit, do I get to token fate for everybody else again? I think that's fair. Yeah. Alright. Because he's like... He's Demnix. He's so confident. Vote he's number so one confident. is the Nega Edmund. The Negmund. <laughs> <laughs> and Lord Marbury is still prone too, right? I, Edmund can keep throwing out those no, fucking no, no. balls. Uh, no, he's Marbury's not still prone. Yeah, he's he's up. Okay, he's up and bloodied from tiger slashes. All right. Well, I mean, I'm still attacking with advantage because Frey goes goes hard. I mean, we assume just default reckless yeah. for sure. Oh yeah. All right. Oh, that horse! Plus that three. horse is dead. <laughs> Lord, Mar Lord Marbury, back to the Fey Realm with back you. Back to the Fey Realm with you. You are not passing this test, son. Shroom. Uh, all right. Now, with your movement remaining, what would you token fate though? Would that change or no? Um, I mean, it depends. Am I allowed to switch to a ranged weapon for a second attack, I or does it still have to be? Think. I think we've done that, right? People change weapons between attacks. Yeah. We've generally allowed right. that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Five. Oh, my uh my roll twenty froze. I can't see anything. Uh oh. Your character's been inflicted with blindness. Hey, let me refresh my roll twenty real quick. <laughs> Poor How, time. What does, what's the different distance between myself and Celeste? Uh 35. Yeah. Well, 30 gets you in melee. That's true. 30, which uh, puts me just over my distance. Edmund is still in I the air, I believe, too, also. Uh, if I'm allowed to switch to a, a ranged weapon, I would. 
Okay. I would turn and attack. Alright, my roll 20 is reloaded. Alright, all I'm back. So you mean to invade all three or just do Edmund and Celeste? Uh, all three, if you would. Okay. Your ire turns towards Valravin. Of course. Oh, well, you're Valravin. 60 feet away from me, 55. That's fine. I can okay. throw a ranged weapon at you. And I'm going to throw a sweet, sweet javelin of lightning at you. Jesus. Of course you are. <laughs> hey, I got to cook that meat, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or I can laser pistol you. Which one would you like? You do have a laser. Yeah. And James is pointing out that <laughs> an ability you've rarely used, your axe can actually act as a ranged weapon as well. Oh, that's right. Oh. I forget about that. You, like, throw it as, like, an ice yes. explosion or something. Yes, 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 yes. Where's that axe? Yeah, Where's I think she's also carrying around a laser gun. <laughs> I am. I have I have two uh, two weapons. Just open two your jacket. Guns. There's just, like, four different weapons. It's like, which one will I murder I you with? I have two laser pistols. Um... Oh, there it is. There's the axe. I don't want to throw my axe at him, though, because then I have to... Well, it's. I think it just... The animation is, I picture you just throwing, like, a icy version of it that copies out of it. You're not literally throwing the axe. Uh, which one is it? It... I'm People trying to like find the it. PvP. <laughs> this has been a big hit. <laughs> Uh, an icy version of the axe at a target within 60 feet. He's 65 feet, though, I think. From me. Ah. Uh, do you have any more movement? I do. I have uh, 15 more feet. Alright, we can do that. Yep. Make a ranged attack rolls if the axe, if, as if the axe were a thrown weapon. 15. Or it takes 1d cold damage if it hits. There we go. Alright. Uh, yeah, sure, why not? I will save, well, no, I want to throw my lightning axe at him. My lightning javelin at him. Yeah, you can do that too. That's more entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, javelin of lightning. 17 will hit. Alright, you need to make Ooh. a DC 13 dexterity saving throw. Each creature in the line, excluding you in the target, must make a DC 13 dexterity Yeah, it's only so, one line. Right, right. Yeah. So I don't need to make the saving throw, it just hits me. Yeah, it just hits you yeah. by virtue of the attack. And then I think you just click that for the javelin. Target takes damage from the javelin, plus 46 lightning damage. So the lightning damage is 17, the javelin is 7, and then my rage damage is 1. Ugh. I don't think rage applies to range, though, we figured out. Yeah. What is 17 plus 7? 24. 24. Holy shit. Painful amount of damage. It's a Holy magic shaft of lightning shit. arcing through the sky and slamming into you. And then she just like screams. <laughs> uh, Freya is not the one you want in the battle to face against in the battle royale. No, not at all. Token fate. Edmund with the token fate. Everybody in range of you, I assume. And you've chosen Frey as your quarry. <laughs> you have been able to strike her. What's my hit points at? You are at 20 hit points. 
Um, well, this is gonna be for fun, but I'm I've got a potion of transform, so I'm gonna drink that, and uh, I'm gonna transform, and my muscles start bulging out, and my shirt and clothes all rip off, and <laughs> just this really muscular looking Edmund. Um, but it's because become... <laughs> yeah. Well, when I drink my potion, I get temporary hit points. So, two d six plus my intelligence modifier is a four. Looks out. <laughs> Sorry, Dominic's lyrics. I just that it, it fits yeah. so well. That song. <laughs> huh? You now have twenty nine hit points. Just so killed Robin. Hit points, and that's Good. a free action. Javelin at his head. I'll eat his horse now since it's dead. <laughs> uh, he's gonna do some cocaine. Okay. Oh my god! Casually. <laughs> Edmund, how much? How much huh? drugs do you have over there, yeah. man? <laughs> how many spell slots like did you have left? Any potions? You're, you're drinking, drinking drugs. You're snorting drugs. Uh, and then he's gonna thorn whip fray. Okay. Eighteen. Yeah, that hits. And I'm going to pull her 10 feet into the air and drop her. <laughs> All right, take add another 1d6 for the falling. Can we roll it? Sure. The, the visual that was hilarious. It's fruit. Yeah. Just, uh, uh. <laughs> okay. You did like nothing to me. <laughs> That's, yeah. Stupid raging barbarian. Uh, Celeste. Token fate, you all. Edmund is the target. Now, Edmund is in oh. the air. But she's got that sunburst and... That's true. She does have the sunburst. Yeah. yeah. She's also got that one that she can do like four times from her... Uh, with Using her uh, key point. Um, she could, she could either... That? Yeah. She could just attack with her basic attack because she has ranged on it. But yeah, but she, he's thirty feet in the air. She can't use her basic attack to. She to can't. She's got thirty foot range on it with her sun. Uh. Yeah, with her strikes. So she have to get a little closer, but she could just sit there and wail on you with basic attacks, or she could launch a searing sunburst. Is that the one she can do like four times? Uh, able to create. This is the one that she just does. She's got one that she can do like four times, like using a key point. Well. Yes, that's her basic attack. She get a, basically she attacks yeah, she twice normally, and then she uses a key point then, to do basically yeah. a bonus action for another two attacks. Yeah. Stan is suggesting a fireball. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think she would do that. Let's let's use the searing sunburst. So she just launches a twenty foot radius sphere, which should hit, even though Edmund's in the air. It's big enough to hit. Edmund and Frey, so I need both of you to give me con. Uh, he's 30 feet in the air, and I am two and a half feet tall. It's still going to catch the edge of both of you, I think, with it. It's 28 feet if it's only 20 feet. No, it's not. It's 20 foot radius. Okay, that's fine. The devastating explosion of light. It's a con save from both of you. What the fuck is her DC? Uh, 13, it looks like. Oh, wait. Oh, you mean her yeah, save. I 
you know she would dump as many key points as she can of that shit. Yeah, she would. Oh, it would increase the damage. Yeah. So it doesn't cost any key at the start, right? Each point you spend to maximum of three, increase damage mm -hmm. by 2d6. Yeah, so you would probably just spend all of her key points. <laughs> so, one, two, three. Would add increase six it. Six, right? Is it 5d6? If it adds two for each key point. Oh, two for point, each. 6d6. Oh, okay, 6d6 coming at three, you. Yeah. Okay. Wait, wait, no, it, it starts at 2d6. Yes. And then you add 2d6 for each of the three, so that'd be 8d6. Two, four, yes, 8d6. Yeah. Yep. All right, uh, for a con save. I'm looking to see if I have advantage on those. Give me a second. Uh, oh, this one's on a dex. Yeah, weird. That's yeah. Usually these kinds of spells are dex. All right. I think it's just regular for con. I guess there's no dodging. You just have to like. Arr. That's right. Take Whatever. It. That's I've good. And I think this one is if you make the save, you don't take any damage. Exactly. However, Edmund. Wow, I rolled that was a bad really one. bad damage. <laughs> Wow. Really bad damage. 8d6. I rolled 16 damage. I'm so sorry, Celeste. Edmund, you now have 13 hit points. <laughs> Survives all because you drank that fucking potion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think the other shitty thing is that's her action, basically, to do that. So, disappointed by that, she slinks back some more. And we go to Val Robin. Mm -hmm. I hate that you guys are making me do this, but no, you don't. Varavan, terrified of the of the carnage in front of him, is going to read some words about as the. Even though I don't know, I don't know how his magic would work in this blood gray state. Like if he had the wherewithal to write the words that he usually writes. <laughs> you you still magic. would do everything I think yeah. that you would do, even in your crazed state. It's just <laughs> shaky. Yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's just shaky. It's just it's yeah, violently it's just, writing. In the tumults of the blood crazed. Hunger-fueled melee, the lightly green-skinned elf named Valravan <laughs> faded into the snowy biome so that none noticed his presence. In fact, to them, he was invisible. That's how I'm going to survive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's very fair. Absolutely. It's working well for Thimbleweed so far. It is working well for Thimbleweed. <laughs> he gave me the idea. Yeah. Uh, and then bonus action. Oh, sorry. I'm good. I, I can't give myself inspiration, so. Can you give it to me? <laughs> the irony. I could give it to somebody else just hoping that, like, they kill somebody <laughs> else for me. I'm at... Mm, I'm going to give it to Frey. I'm gonna I'm gonna give Frey a wow, card against Frey. A crazed wild ass Frey. You're like this is. This I is, want I want you in the right, right direction. Now, right now, I want Frey to kill one of the others. Yeah. <laughs> I I would bet money on that for sure. So yes, I, I will give Frey a point of inspiration. All right. So at this time, Thimbleweed go, or uh, well, Robin goes invisible, and now it is Thimbleweed's turn. All right. Token fate. <laughs> Token fate. Got so many in range, oh, but he survived so long. Edmund is the target, the most Finally, vulnerable. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Twenty-seven. Really well. <laughs> yes, Jason. That is exactly my plan right now. <laughs> is, is he still in the? Is he in the air still? He is. Yeah. Although, how much hit points do you have left? Do you have left? Thirteen right Three. now. Okay. My well, minus 10 is 3. 
Yep, so now he's oh. got three. Oh, okay, never mind. Technically, cool. Thimbleweed doesn't know that, like, that exact information. Yeah. I'm gonna... You are trying to kill him. You are trying to kill him. Yeah. Alright. Roll for my swarm. Like, it's uh, kill or be killed in this scenario. Alright, with that shot, you pierce the, uh, Edmund's heart, and he falls to the ground. He has been eliminated from the contest. The giant scoreboard has a name disappear. <laughs> no, it's like hey, uh, it's very Hunger Games. Yes. Like, you do the the video on the the roof. It's... Yep, yep. The fireworks go off, and it's just a picture. I need a token fight you again, That's don't right. I? Yep. Uh, this time it's just Frey and Celestins. He's holding, and we got Frey again. Will I ever hit her? Yep. <laughs> you hit me once. Then we'll with the first kill, though, of a, of a, of a PC. That'll hit me. Eh, Alright. Whatever. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. The irony, James, of him deatuning from Hailstorm when now would have been the perfect <laughs> time to have Hailstorm. <laughs> like, I'm afraid of hitting my people. And then this is the scenario where it's like, you want to kill all of your done. friends. <laughs> Alas. Oh, well. Alright, are you Sorry. still... Yeah. Are you visible this time? I am invisible. It's my last time. All right. Well, that just leaves me with Celeste. That's correct. I don't think we have to token fate right wow. now. Celeste is the only one left on the board. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel That's... bad for her because she's going to come out of this test dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Celeste. I am so sorry. We're going to have a good story at Tower Show. Yeah. Yep. yep. <laughs> oh, that was almost a crit. Almost. Wow. For 20 damage. Alright, now she did have temporary hit points, so that takes off though, and I will record her damage on here legitimately. Okay. For 20 more. One more. You know, I guess in hindsight, I should have done a bonus action, <laughs> the defensive one that gives the dodge action. Oh, yeah, you could have, yeah. Can't expect me to I run love. your character optimally. I mean, even if she had, I still would have hit her with all of that's, my That's very true. Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. yeah, you're rolling monstrously good. Almost as if you have the strength of a frost giant. <laughs> that's all I got. Alright, well, Celeste would just uh, engage you. And I think we're going to do our attack. Oh, Miss. Celeste. You know She's what I scared. think she should very try to do? Although you've got a hilariously good con save, is try to stun you with her stunning strike. She has to hit mm. first. Oh, she... You're right, she has to hit first. Alright, let's oh. see if she gets one more Didn't attack. you spend all your key with that sun Yeah, you used all your key, too. You used three. I, I, used, that was I used three, got, yeah. yeah. She's got six. She's got 11 key yeah. points, and she, she had uh, short-rested, yeah. so she was full. Yeah. She's got six left, but all I didn't right. keep track of that. Alright, 25. That one will hit. Alright, so now... So spend a key point to attempt to stun you with that attack. So you need a con save. It's only a DC 13, though. But maybe we'll get lucky. You're not that lucky. All right. Um, Frey just grabs a wrist. That was not her bonus action, though, right? I don't think so. Okay. Mm -mm. So she gets two attacks, and then she can have her. She will spend another key point to do flurry of blows and attack twice with her arm strike. Uh, she should not have advantage, sorry. Or yes, yeah, she should. You're, you're recklessly attacked. Yeah, 18 still hits. Okay. Anyway. 
Uh, ooh, max damage radiant symbol. That's radiant. And that so is radiant damage. Good. That's full damage, actually, yeah. Yep. Or she'd be smart enough to switch to these the whole time, then. That's interesting. <laughs> uh, 16. Does hit. Or 6 radiant damage. Yeah, that's interesting. This is the one I was thinking of, because if she does this one, she can use the key point to attack twice as a bonus action. Right. So yes. she could literally do it four times. Yes, she yep. could. Yeah, I, I should have been using that instead of the mop, knowing your... Yeah, that's what I was trying to tell defenses. you, is the one, this one. All right, she's down to four key points, and with her mobility, she'll just dance out of the way. Um, is as far as... You. I mean, she can go 60 freaking feet, so she can... Not knowing where Thimbleweed, yeah, she rushes way the fuck up here. Okay. Alright, Voravin, currently enjoying the Land of the Invisible. Yeah. He's just gonna hold action. Uh, no, I, I can, Greater Invisibility can actually is nice do all of this. I can do whatever I want. The only thing is it's concentration, right, so... Yeah. But yeah, he can actually... Um, I can attack. He can attack, yeah. come out of it. He can do his things. So give me a token fate on Frey and Celeste, I guess, because I'm just gonna start blasting. I'm just gonna start blasting. That's Frey. Frey, alright. And I think I have advantage because I'm invisible? Also, she's been recklessly attacking, so... Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh! There's a crit! Look at these crits, though, what? happening. And it's oh, force damage. It is force damage! <laughs> alright, turns out your party's got some resources. Got a lot of crits tonight. And then 24 for another 7. Those are some good gauntlet blasts Those there. are some good gauntlet blasts. Um... And yeah, it's all he'll do. Yep. See, attacks coming from... You just see laser beams just coming Yeah, out just coming nowhere. from the night. In fact, he'll move a little bit just to yeah. not be where the laser blast came from. That's probably a good idea. <laughs> Alright, Thimbleweed. Oh, I guess, yeah, I guess I could be doing Stunning Strike on each attack, couldn't I? Yeah. But the odds, I mean, the odds of Stunning That's Frey, a, like, yeah. holy crap. Oh, yeah, a DC thirteen con. versus what is her? What is your con save? Plus eight. Plus eight. Yeah, odds aren't good. All right. Uh, token fate, I guess. Sure. Six key points left. Um, I used other key points. I, let's see. I used one. I, I'm trying to keep track. I might not have done it perfectly, but I used one to do flurry of blows early. I used one to do step on the wind. Dash. Yeah. Yeah. I used three I've used for the three. Four, five, and then you use two on the last attack against me. Yeah. So you're at seven of her 11 key points. Oh, I had her at four of 11 left. <laughs> we have been using more. I don't know. You probably did. We'll stick with four. Uh, all right. All three token fates. No, sorry. Well, Robin's invisible. Yes. Two token fates. Gives you Celeste. How many hit points does she have left? Blasting. Not doing very good. She's at about 20%. <laughs> Another crit. Put it on the board. Oh wait, before we go too far, I did take a hit on a crit, so I need to do the massive damage too. Oh, thank you. Good. Oh, yeah. I need to write those uh, down too. I, I missed that one. Bill Robin and Thimbleweed just got crits. So do I have to make the roll for the massive damage, or just roll on the table? It's a con save. It's a con save. Right? Yeah, you get to make. It's a DC okay. uh, ten. DC ten. Yeah. Con save. Uh, 17 damage to Celeste, and then she has to make the thing. Mm-hmm. Oof. Uh, let's see. On save. Oh. 
is unfortunately going to be a fail. So rolling that massive damage table, uh, Thimbleweed. Oh god, she's stunned. <laughs> That's painful. Do you get a second attack? Oh yeah. Okay. Um, believe stunned. The stun's probably not going to matter. Attack rolls have advantage. Oh, it matters there, I guess. Yeah. I don't know that one. Oh, but the oh, double wow. 14 does not hit. That's awkward. That is awkward. <laughs> you had her dead, than that. dead to rights. All right. Now, are you visible again? I am visible from now on. Finally visible. All right. Token fate me for the two. Yep. We'll see who Frey runs at. Celeste. <laughs> Poor Celeste. <laughs> All right. So I'll use my bonus action to dash. Which gives me 80 feet of movement. Because she is 45 feet away from me. Okay. Okay. That will leave me with 35 feet of movement. How do you bonus action dash? I'm using the dash. Oh, wait, I do have a thing here. Hang on. That's a monk thing. I guess a monk specific It's thing. monks and rogues can do yeah. it. Yeah. Otherwise it's you have to spend your action. Because I play a freaking monk and rogue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, usually. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. All right, so that's 40 then. Hang on. People are trying to check me on the math of the... Right, the, monk. the key points. Yeah, it's I may not, have... It's not going to matter in a second. But... Well, it does, because yeah. her resources carry over. She's really here. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, technically, it does matter. Left. Yeah. You're right. I know I used Flurry of Blows at least twice. I used Step on the Wind once. That's three. All right, well, I'll just do this 40-foot movement here. And I'm going to shoot her with a laser pistol. <laughs> okay. I have another javelin I could yeah, throw at her. I think her, she might have five key points left. All right, go ahead. And yeah, James, we just caught that. <laughs> All right, for a running up and switching to range mode. Switching to, what's the top gun quote? Too close for missiles, switching to guns. <laughs> Too close for missiles, switching to guns. Uh, 21 does it. You, you? you technically have advantage because she's stunned. I'll roll it again to see if I get a crit. Yeah. Always. I did not. Okay. All right. So. I don't. Why is it rolling your well-fed dice as damage? That's not. I right. have no idea. I accidentally have it clicked. That's my bad. Okay. okay. So it's seven damage to her. Okay. Take that sweet, sweet radiant. Still alive. Yeah, well, it's almost nothing again, left in the tank. <laughs> shoot her again with. You do have advantage. Up. Yeah. Oh, oh, even with wow. advantage. Wait, people there. Yeah. I have, I have the Bardic Inspiration, right? You do have the Bardic Inspiration. <laughs> I don't know if uh, you can't hit her though. Even well, what's your Bardic Inspiration die? It's got to be a D10. Oh, it's a D10 now. Yeah, yeah. Is a it a D10? Well, Let me look it up. I'm not 100. Her AC is a 17, so. Because I also have my special die second roll too. She is, she is raging, Demnix. Yeah. Of course she's raging. It's a PvP <laughs> counter. <laughs> it's a D10. It is a D10. All right. If you okay. roll a 10, you Did can you hit her. Inspiration too. I do have inspiration. And she has Bardic Inspiration. Yeah, yeah. Bardic Inspiration. And I don't know. If I have, have regular it. Inspiration, and I have my special dice that I can roll. Wow. That's so that's good. A, that's a 16. 16, and then I'm gonna roll one of my special dice. Let's see if I get a one. In this scenario, would it just be better for Frey to turn into the Witch to go? <laughs> like, better for like, who? <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, so it's an 18 to hit. That does hit. Yeah. 
for 12 radiant. Alright, Celeste goes down. Oh, do we see her, like, fade out? Or how, what does it look like? Uh, she slumps to the ground currently. Okay. Alright, that's my turn. But, whatever system is going on here, she doesn't appear to be actively bleeding out. It looks like she is, like... Yeah, like partially faded out. Even though you know she was... Well, you don't know if she was really here, but... No, I don't know, yeah. Yeah, the bleeding mechanics don't seem to be applying here. Um, because, specifically, she doesn't seem to have a way of uh, popping back up, in other words. Once she's down, right. you're down in this scenario. So, we've got a bit of an interesting scenario here, folks. And also, I'm looking at the time. Um, well, Robin's the only one that's legitimately here. And he is currently... Invisible for the next minute, which is what seven well, more rounds or something. Like, yeah. Yeah. So technically, what would play out is basically Bray and Thimbleweed shooting at each other, shooting at each other, and killing each other. <laughs> yeah. And the whole time, Thimbleweed can be wailing on, or Thimbleweed, Val Robin can be wailing on somebody. So I think I'm willing to go into oh. a. Thimbleweed and I have very similar hit points currently. Okay. He has 58 and I have 54. Do you guys do you guys want to play it out or do you want me to cut scene and montage the rest of this? Right. You need to just cut scene. Okay. It is getting a little late, so. Just <laughs> be a bunch of I stab uh, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Right now. All right. All right. I think that's fair. Um, what I will grant is that Valravin will succeed in the test just by virtue of these two not seeing him. Uh, you know, they've got plenty of targets themselves. Now, eventually, they would start to try and roll perception checks, try to find you. Track me down. But we're going to yeah, assume... Yeah. As Jason said, it, it doesn't mean you can't be perceived. Correct. It means you can hide in plain sight. Correct. So they would clearly they would be turn. preoccupied with each other first. We when, put aside our animosity for each other and go right. straight for you. When yeah. one of them, uh, when only one is remaining, then they would start hunting for you. But I'm going to assume with the montage that uh, you, and we'll make it cinematic, like right when they're about to hit you, you, you whip out your one final like, gauntlet blast yeah. and knock them out right before. I'm, I'm viciously mocking them the entire time. Viciously <laughs> mock, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we can even make it so you don't spend any more uh, spell slots. I appreciate that, because I yeah. was ready to, to throw a convenient brain aneurysm out if I had to. Yeah, but... I think given the current circumstances, um, that'll be the current system is... Uh, that that's what plays out. So, uh, uh, when that happens and you defeat the final one and you're the only one left alive, uh, Valravin, you reappear along with uh, no Lord Marbury because he just disappears, and then um, Celeste, who is uh, unconscious at zero hit points, uh, next to you. Do I have all the memories of what just happened? Yes. Including the memories of not having the memories of coming into this test. Yes. Okay. Then Valravin has a very, like, he's going to have some real, like, therapist sessions. <laughs> yes. You recall everything that just happened, and it felt very real to you. Yeah. It all felt very right. real. And it, it almost right. comes back in a rushing wave. You're like, oh, right, this was a test. Yeah, right, you... yeah. Everything that happened, it yes. was like, like, like waking up from a dream or something. Yeah. Yeah. And when you come back from the test, you are holding a uh, a unique snowflake that looks like it's the exact same uh, shape as the one that is holding there. Okay. Well, first thing I would do is rush over to 
Celeste and give her a potion because okay, I assume she's still down, right? Like she's still down. This... So I am gonna force her to make a uh, which I'll let you do that actually make uh, the con save of the lingering injury, but she okay. didn't have to make death saves or anything like that. Okay, a con save for lingering injuries. Uh, con yeah, con save. It's back on the map with the stairs going down. Uh, yes. No, back back in the map that you got the big ice rink map in those in those individual rooms. That's where you come back to. That's not where we are. We're in the stairs going down. I'm in the stairs. Oh, sorry, you're right. I put you on the wrong. Um, no, sorry, you are you are on this map. You're just in the wrong side. It's all the same uh, map. So mm. it's the right side of the map. I guess I left your tokens on the left side of the board. Yes, you did. Yep. Um. So yeah, you can feed her a potion. She can heal back I up. Will. Yeah. Um, she would obviously have some. Oh, oh we, got, we got buttons now. Pretty terrifying. I don't, I don't have to ask the question. Yes, use the macro. Use our fancy macro. Twelve. Okay. All right. It's twelve hit points. Oops, you did that. All right. Celeste, if you remember any of that that just happened, I hope you don't. I genuinely hope you suffered a concussion and don't remember anything <laughs> of what just happened. But if you do, I am so sorry. Yeah. All right, and I think we're going to have to get to the rest of the tests next time <laughs> <laughs> because that took a while. little arena battle uh, went a good little bit, but I'm glad we got to pull that off. Uh, Val Robin, you were the MVPC of this session. You know, at first I was like, it's a pity vote, but at the end, as, so, as, as a couple people have said on here, technically speaking, I was the winner of a PvP arena battle amongst all of us. You know, I, yeah, what's what's interesting is we talked about- I was about, not known at the time. Yeah, right. <laughs> we'll talk about this in Frost Side chat, but everybody's like, man, Valravin actually, like, Dark Horse, good pick for handling all this between, like, AoE psychic damage and, like, <laughs> yeah, if they don't take him out, then he could, he's got yeah, some ways. Yeah, something rushed me in the beginning. I feel like if, if Frey and, like, Thimbleweed had both attacked me early on, mm -hmm. I probably would have gone down before, yeah. just by luck, I probably would have gone down before I was able to do anything. Yeah. But, all right, yeah. well, we'll talk about that in Frost Side chat, though. So, yes, uh, roll on your MVPC table. Oh, yes. Yeah, Ooh. and the rest of you uh, have no experience of this, by the way. You didn't experience any of that. It was only in Robin's head that he saw the rest of you there, except for uh, Celeste, obviously. I don't have thirds. Is that a thing I have to need to add? Oh, there. Yeah, I do need to add. Uh, I think I have a macro, right? You do. Yeah, yeah, you do. You find a scroll Thunderstep. of Thunderstep. That's generally handy for me, being able to teleport around. Yeah. All right, halfway through the tests, and I think that will do it for this week's session of Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. Thank you to Chris, Heather, Raymond, and Reese for playing. Thank you to all the wonderful fans for watching and the patrons. Shoutouts to Platinum Patrons, Joe, Will, Thomas, Stan, William, Brandon, Genocider, David, Eclectic, Roleplayer, Role, Christopher, Brian, William, David, Corey, Coa, 1337, Kyle, Matthew, Big Nut, Greenlee, and John. And gold patrons, RPG Papercrafts, Pretty Boy, and Yuma, Marcus, Dead Lizard, Lion, Sam, Lumpy Spuds, Jerome, Nathan, Fast, Like a Tortoise, Scott, Stephanie, Refus, and Carolyn. Thank you all very much for your support. We are streaming our D&D adventures every week, and we will see you next time. Big nut. <laughs> <laughs>